from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yeah. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. 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 Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Why are people drinking mayonnaise and coffee? Gross. Because we were told to. <laughs> no. Nobody's doing it. So... I love, okay, we've talked about this so many times on this show. Not when, it, by w- the way. When companies, uh, yeah, you are. I already said not it. Uh, when no, you co- did. Yes, I did. In your head. No, I didn't. I said that right before, right? This is the first words out of my mouth. Did you? Yeah, ask the audience. They know. Um, so, <laughs> no, yeah, I did. So, <laughs> companies often do these things where Twitter is now, they, they weaponize nonsense, okay? And when I say that, they will, companies tweet out something stupid and then they get everybody all whipped up into a frenzy and then mm-hmm. they go, and that's how you do that, yeah. <laughs> right? Okay, and then everybody starts talking about Hellman's Mayo for a couple of days. Uh, so Hellman's tweeted um, this uh, last week. They go, uh, Mayo in your coffee, that's it, that's the tweet. And then they followed that up with the benefits of putting mayo in your coffee include mayo in your coffee, coffee in your mayo. And then yeah. they and then they followed that up with, nope, that wasn't a typo. Mayo in your coffee, it's called having a sophisticated palate. So, again, nobody is putting mayonnaise in coffee. No, not at okay? all. Okay, but people started, uh, like, there was an uproar, okay, as there always is with this stuff because yeah. people don't understand things. Yeah. Um, and then it all became a thing, and then D- Dionne Warwick got involved. Dion Warwick. <laughs> okay, she blocked Hellman's. Okay, on Twitter. Like they care, and then said uh, to those asking why they want us to put mayonnaise in coffee. I won't tolerate that. Is what uh, Dion Warwick said. So anyway, uh, in the spirit of investigative journalism, uh, what we've done today is damn it, Maury um, has Hellman's mayo. Low Let fat. Me see it. Low fat. No, that's not in the spirit of this. You need full fat for the first. This is the first time in your life you ever bought something low fat, and you do it for this because it was on sale. Oh, Jesus. First of all, that is the biggest thing of mayonnaise I've ever seen in my also, life. Also, I swear I didn't hear you say not it. Yeah, I did at the very beginning. People will tell you. <laughs> he heard nothing no, else no, no, you no. said. No, no, People will tell you. People will tell you. People <laughs> will right. tell you. Trust me. Trust me. Uh, okay, so uh, Dammit Mori has uh, two clear cups, and he is okay. going to... Do you want to pour a... Uh, did you bring something to stir with? No, I have a pen. Ew. Good dog, come, like, come prepared, man. Okay, so here we go. Ready? Okay, Maury's pouring one coffee. The coffee looks and, so good. And it's clear glasses, and it's yeah. black coffee too, right? I hope it's tempered glass. Okay, and um, now grab the mayo. Ugh. Okay, so uh, he has a clear glass oh, of coffee. Oh, 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 it looks like a science ew, experiment. It's got oh, a clumpy at the oh bottom. My, oh, look at the bottom. Oh, my God. That looks like a coffee cup full of worms. Oh, it really does. <laughs> and also, you have to drink a lot of coffee to get to that mayo. I would pour some of that coffee out because yeah. that looks like a hot cup of coffee. Uh-huh. I'm not chugging that. You can't chug coffee. No. Okay. Like, Put it back oh, in the hot. cup, man. What are you doing? Okay, okay, here we go. First of all, you need to have... Common sense. <laughs> okay, there goes the rest plan. of the there goes the rest of the mayo Ew. in there. Ooh, oh, it's dripping down the side. Okay, okay. So, um, what are you gonna do? You're gonna pass one to Mocha. All right. 
Oh, it okay, really so, does look like worms. Okay, so whoa, because it's a squeeze bottle, yeah. and it all See came this? out in. Oh my god, that really looks <laughs> gross, right? <laughs> <laughs> Hold yours up, Maury. Oh my god! I will say. Oh my god! Yeah, I could. Uh, I don't smell mayo. I still only smell coffee. Yeah, which is weird. Okay, Mocha, do you want to go first? Just I do mean, this. Swish no. it around. Yeah, give it a maybe. Maury's swishing it around like he's at a fine wine tasting. Okay, so Mocha's swishing his around. Okay, so um, who would like to go first? Maury, would you like to go first? Sure. Okay, down the hatch, Maury. Oh, God, it's all on the bottom. Now, you better get some of that mayo because right now you're just having a delicious glass of coffee. Okay. 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 More. Oh, God. Oh, it hits you. Oh, it hits you. Oh, and it does not mix well. What are you doing, Helmut? Go, go back for more. Oh, look at that. Yeah, oh. That's so gross. <laughs> okay. Oh, that may Disgusting. be the nastiest thing I've ever had. Okay. Mocha, okay. go, you go, you go, you go. Okay, ready? <laughs> it still only smells like coffee. I don't yeah, smell. You, you, so you smell no mayo in there. By no. the way, this is Hellman's tweeted last week. Uh, mayo in your coffee. That's it. That's the tweet. Okay, here we because go. Ready? Yeah. So this is the mayo in your coffee because apparently that's what you do. That's what Hellman said to do. Oh. 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 Mocha just lift, literally shot the whole glass. Oh. 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 You know, oh. it's weird. Bro, you just shot the whole thing. I did. I did. Oh, because that's how you do it. Um. Oh, no. So you I didn't. taste the coffee. Yeah. I don't taste the, the mayo as much. The worst part of it. Yeah. Is the mayo. Still in my mouth, and I can feel the clumps going down my throat. Oh, that was the worst part. No. Yeah, that was the worst it's part. Thick. No. It's thick. Oh, anyway, oh. gross. Oh. <laughs> I'll, I'll probably throw up. Yeah, gross. <laughs> oh, god damn it! Yo, boy's got COVID. <laughs> Anyway, that's uh, mayonnaise and coffee, y'all. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So question for you, uh, Mocha, and anybody listening right now. The question is this. If somebody says to you, I'm going to be a few minutes late, Mm -hmm. how many minutes is an acceptable amount of minutes to categorize as a few minutes late? No more than 10. Damn it, Maury. Gonna say between ten and fifteen. Between ten no. and oh, between ten okay. after ten minutes, go. you're late. Okay, so that's my thing. Well, there's no point even bringing it up if you're going to be under ten. No, no, no. So here's what I'm. Okay, so this is this is what I want to get at here. Okay, okay. when somebody says I'm going to be a few minutes late, that is an acceptable thing that we accept, right? It's sure. it's okay. Stuff happens when somebody becomes quote a few minutes late. Totally cool with it. At what point does a few minutes late, which is acceptable, uh-huh. become nah? You're just late after ten minutes. Okay, more you say when it's no longer acceptable. Like like after you, fifteen minutes. after fifteen no. minutes. Yeah. No, interesting. You're straight up late. Interesting. Um, couple of texts actually. Five to ten minutes says one person. Jennifer says ten minutes. Uh, Deanna says no more than 10 minutes. Somebody said, uh, if someone tells me that they're running late, I'm putting on my PJs and heading to the couch. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. But what is considered to be quote, a few minutes late? Like what is the acceptable 
amount of minutes when somebody claims to be a few minutes because late. Because the, 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 the word, the way it's worded, right? Yes. The, when you say few. Yes. That is the word that makes it no more than 10 minutes. Right. If you say, I'm going to be a few minutes late. Yes. But if you're, you know you're going to be more than 10 minutes, you should right. say, hey, I'm going to be 15 minutes late or I might be 30 minutes late. I'm running behind. I'm not going to get there within like five, 10 minutes. I may be a little bit hardcore on this because I'm going to give you the, I'll give you the poll results. Well, just give me a minute on this. By the way, majority of the texts that we're getting right now yes. are saying anywhere between five and 10 minutes. Okay. But five and 10 minutes is acceptable. <laughs> Listen, when Maury, is it no like longer like, acceptable? Okay. But Maury, here's the thing though, is that where you run into a problem in this situation when you tell somebody I'm going to be a few minutes late is that this is a sort of world where liars thrive because you, Maury, and I know this, you know that you will be 20 minutes late, but you are the type of person who will still call somebody and say, I'm going to be a few minutes late, where depending on how that person perceives that, could think that you're going to be five Actually, minutes, even when though it comes you to know... Time, when it comes to time, I'm always early. No, no, no. But I'm saying it's about. Uh, it's not about that. It's about lying. Can I also, please remind the room yeah. that one time I invited Dammit Maury <laughs> yes. to my house? Yes. That's because I was with my husband. Okay. Right? The sure. one time yep. I invited, it was it was Once. Roz and his wife, Catherine. Once. It was Dammit Maury and Dammit Matthew. The one and only time. And I vowed to never yeah. invite Maury over again. Yes. No, but the time. No, 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 no. Come alone. Roz and Catherine showed up on time. We set a time. On time. Dammit Maury and Dammit Matthew. He showed up like two hours okay. late. Now keep in mind, this was not like this was dinner. Yes. Right? This was not like, you know, uh, beer in the backyard. This no. was a dinner party. Uh-huh. And Maury, and how late was Maury? Two hours. Babes. Two and, hours. And this is even Babes. after. This is even after everybody in the house. Yes. We all independently called Maury. Yes. To make sure everything was okay. And he yes. was ignoring our calls. Thank you invite you. me alone. I'll be two hours early. Thank you. <laughs> that's weird too. Yeah, that's way too okay, early. Bro. That's way too early. <laughs> that's 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 a whole other question. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I found this interesting thread on Reddit. Somebody asked this question that I think you, Roz, and you, Dammit Maury, will be able to have an answer for. I, unfortunately, cannot participate. Oh. The question is, when did you realize that you are officially not young anymore? Oh, like <laughs> yesterday. Okay? Shut up. You can't take part. If you want to get in on this, you can text us at 925 or you can simply call us at 416-870-8888. What was your moment yesterday? When I had to sit on the uh, when I had to sit on the toilet to put my socks on and I I, I was out of breath. That was the moment though. You've this never happened before. I've watched, <laughs> Until that moment, Maury, I felt young. Maury, I've watched you struggle in this room four years ago. Struggle to put your socks on and get winded. But that was like it didn't hit me. It hit me. By the way, when Maury tries to put a sock on, do you remember his technique of putting a sock on? Tongue out, right? No, 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 oh. no. <laughs> he he puts his he crosses his legs, okay, and puts one foot on top of the other one, right? Yeah. Then he takes the sock and he puts his thumb and his finger hold the opening part, and then he he whips it and tries to lasso the hole. <laughs> Across the top of his foot until he gets like it's it. a carnival like game. Like it's a carnival game, right? And then he tries to <laughs> shimmy it over his toes. Then the other hand comes in and you hear this. 
yeah. as he bends down. It's like you're in the bathroom. As he bends down to try and put the sock on. So again, when did you realize that you were officially not young anymore? This was on Reddit. Roz, can we get your list? No. Uh, I threw my back out scooping cat litter one day. I didn't even do anything weird. I just bent over like normal, and then I was in pain for a week. I've since done it again, scooping litter. So I'm convinced that my boyfriend should handle that job uh, from now on. Somebody else said, uh, I just bought a new mop and was really excited to go home and use it. I mopped the whole apartment in absolute bliss. (laughs) (laughs) I had a truck sitting in front of my house for an hour at 1 a.m. Didn't know what they were up to, but I didn't like it. Finally, I knocked on the window and said, I don't know what you're doing. But do it somewhere else. <laughs> Turns out it was a couple of teenagers fooling around, one of whom lives a few houses down. Oh. I'm only 35. <laughs> <laughs> this year, when multiple sons of American football players I watched growing up got drafted into the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> uh, saw some neighborhood kids messing around with a stop sign. I slowed the car down, rolled down the window, and said, Hey, I think maybe you shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> Yep. Uh, when one of my younger co-workers took it upon herself to explain to me who Cardi B was, <laughs> I already knew who she was and was very familiar with her music. Apparently, I just look like I needed to be supplied with this info. Oh, wow. Uh, when my best friend and I were... Oh, this is a good one. <laughs> when my best friend and I were planning for a concert, and for the first time in our lives, we were like... Now, do we want to buy seats instead of standing in the pit? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yep. I had an apprentice work alongside me, and he had no idea who the Spice Girls were. (laughs) This is pretty silly, but for me, it was when I was shopping in Target and came across a buy one, get one 50% off deal for OxyClean. I was so excited that I texted my wife and then promptly realized... Oh, man, I'm so middle-aged. It was like one of those avoid becoming like your parents commercials. I have two more. This was posted on Reddit, by the way. The question is, when did you realize that you were officially not young anymore? Feel free to call 416-870-8888. You can always text in 925 When I dislocated my jaw lying in bed yawning, I didn't even think that was possible. (laughs) I've done that. Do you remember when malls opened back up? That Uh first day, everybody's like, oh, my God, we can go to malls again after COVID? I went walking through the mall, and I was getting so nervous because the mall wasn't even open yet. I'm not going to say what store I was going to. Uh-huh. I don't want to shame them or the, old, or the other people, not old people, the other people <laughs> who shopped there. Yeah. Uh, but I was walking through the mall, and uh, stores weren't even open, and every store had a lineup of like 50, 60 people in front of it already. Uh-huh. I got to the store that I went to the mall for to buy uh, a, a belt and a new shirt. Uh-huh. Okay, As I'm walking through seas and lines and lines and lines of people, I get to the store I want to go to. I kid you not. Not one other person in line, one other person in line, and they had one of those walkers that also doubled as a seat. <laughs> Came prepared. It was me Haven't and them. Been here in a while. It was me and them. Did you have to use it? <laughs> What's that? No, they can't. Uh, you, don't, you, don't, you can't sharing at a time of COVID. Otherwise, I would have. Right, Can I finally, add one more? finally uh, yes, David Moore. And I think you do this too. And I caught myself doing it the other day while walking with Matthew as I, I was walking with my hands behind my class behind my back sort of leaning forward sort of just walking with that's them. how old men Slow. walk yeah, yeah. big yeah. time uh and finally when did you realize that you were officially not young anymore the other day i dropped something on the floor i had to think for a hard second whether to go down and reach for it or just leave it alone <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast the question was asked on reddit uh when did you realize that you're not young anymore 
a bunch of texts flying in. And we'll get to your calls as well. Somebody uh, on text said, the moment I realized I was getting old, I'm a teacher and I was talking about a movie in class and realized it was made before any of my students were born. Yeah. Another person said, when I returned to the rec center last month and was offered the seniors discount without being asked my age. <laughs> when I complained about the outrageous prices at the concession stand standing at Cineplex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Somebody said, when I realized I have a lot in common with Roz. Oh, why did you have to read that one, man? Uh, when my hangover took a two-day recovery, not just a couple of hours the next morning. Oh. Shake my head. I'm only 26 years old. <laughs> Another person said, uh, when I sneeze or cough and pee comes out just a little bit. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Another person said, when it takes more than a day to recover from a hangover. Uh, somebody said, when I was weeding and I couldn't get back up. Another text reads, I pulled my back, taking my two-year-old son out of the car. It was... Opening the door that did it for me. I had to call my wife to pick up my son. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I realized I was old when I got up and three bones in my body cracked. Um, Oof. Yeah. Uh, when I started to regularly wake up with a stiff back around 32 <laughs> years old. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. Uh, we have two people on hold right now. We'll go to line three first. Oh, Ola, go ahead. <laughs> I used to wear tongue underwear. Uh, I stopped wearing it. I'm like, what's happening to me? <laughs> so what would you wear? Now I wear full underwear. Oh, now, so, okay, so hold on here. But but what was it? So you used to be, you used to, to wear thong. Now you wear full bump, right? Yes. Okay, so, but what was the point where you realized that you could no longer, that you were no longer a thong woman? What happened? Uh, so I wore it on a particular day, and I kept adjusting all through. <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah. well thank you so much for joining us on the show today have a good day you too thanks also you same, same girl <laughs> hey it's Razamoka. what's your name chris chris uh, at what point did you uh stop feeling young or when did you realize that you were old i think i finally started feeling old when i told my kids you'll understand when you're older and oh. i was like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> how old are you when you bust that line uh, I was like 29. Oh, no, 29 years old. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. It's not good. Oh, damn. All right, well, thanks. You start, you start realizing all those things that your parents told you when you were younger. Yeah, but you here's start, the but, stuff that you used to roll your eyes about. Yeah. But here's the thing, though, with saying stuff like that. When you look at your kid now and go, oh, you'll understand when you're old. You know, when my parents used to say that, like, even though I say that stuff now, uh -huh. when my parents used to say it, even now I still think they're wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow, yeah. you were that yeah, stubborn. Yeah, yeah, like it's not like I've come around to the realization that they were right. I'm just mimicking that yeah. now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thanks, Chris. All right, thanks, everybody. I have one more to read to you. Another text that just came in. When I put my doctor on speed dial. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Man, Machine Gun Kelly, Megan Fox got to dial it down a bit. And I, and, and, I don't, and I don't mean that in any sort of, like, like, you know, do your thing, man, you know. But you run the risk of becoming a popular couple. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And you don't know why we as a sort of collective reject certain celebrity couples. We all, what is it about them? We all and when love, did it change? 
Because I think when we found out that they were dating, I'm pretty sure we were all like, oh, good for them. No. Nobody was? No. Because normally I'm happy for people who seem to be into each other what and would have been want to make have, a relationship work i but think that for w- some reason these two well well i think that what would have been you know beneficial for them was to sort of not lean into the weirdness they're very much you know what they remind me of hmm. they remind i was gonna say because because at first like we all love benifer now right we all love j-lo and ben affleck now but oh, benifer yeah. version one were despised like people hated them but because there's so much of them around machine right? gun kelly and megan fox right now their relationship and just sort of like how off-putting it is reminds me of angelina jolie and billy bob thornton oh okay right i thought you were gonna say pam anderson and tommy lee no no they were in love and you know i mean it was a terrible relationship but mm-hmm. i don't they weren't off-putting to people like these guys are like when when Angelina Jolie was Billy Bob Thornton, you would just see them and you'd go, like, you would just get a feeling looking at them. You'd be yeah. like, well, like there's just something off putting about it. Didn't Angelina have like his blood around her neck or something? No, no that was brothers. with, uh, no, that was uh, oh. Johnny Reed, not Johnny Reed, Johnny, the guy from uh, Train Spotting. Okay, because I think her I first think she husband. did too. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, so Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox are, are getting very close to being in that world where they're just like, you look at them and you're just like, Bleh. like there's just mm-hmm. something about them. But anyway, so they sat down with uh, GQ because, you know, they both have super great style and let's do a bunch of pictures. And they did the, 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 the question and answers where they ask each other as a couple uh, questions. So here's a little bit of that. Where did we first meet and what or when was our first date? <laughs> Well, what was our first date? Our first date was epic. Our first date, I picked her up That was our first, like, out-of-the-house date, but... And I had roses. Thousands of roses. Thousands of roses bedded on a, on a hill looking over Topanga Canyon. Mm-hmm. And we ate sushi. sushi. We shared a kiss. And our, our, our first date... Our first date, we breathed each other. That was all we did. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Sounds lovely, but y'all make me sick. No, our first date, we breathed each other. Like anybody, like not anybody else, but there are people who could say that and you'd be like, oh my God, that is like devastatingly romantic. Yeah. Oh, so cute. Right? But you don't get that. Uh, here's uh, here's more Machine Gun Kelly and uh, Megan Fox. How many tattoos do I have? Uh, Name them out while you, it's best to go by. Your it. ankle, back of your neck, mm. the Nietzsche. You have it back mm-hmm. you got ours you got my nickname and then the one I just gave you and then the one right below the one I gave you which is the yin yang that, that one doesn't count yeah, no yeah. that one doesn't you count my other rib cage is also tattooed uh, that's what I said you only said Nietzsche in my back uh, we'll count the other rib cage too that's nine right the bonus if you want to redeem yourself is what does my back tattoo say the one on my Butterflies shoulder. Have gilded Close. You're in the vicinity. That's not correct, but it's do you know what it's from? Oh Oscar Wilde. No. Shakespeare. Ah. Go for the butterflies. Go for it. I know you I, can I, do it. Butterflies. No. There's a butterfly in there, but that's not how it starts. We. We will all laugh at the butterflies with gilded wings. So close. God, we will all laugh at gilded okay. butterflies. It's from King Lear, written by Shakespeare. Great. know each other so well. Okay. Fantastic. Uh, and then here is the uh, here's the 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 final clip. And if you haven't been sort of like blah, 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 now, you you will you will hear. What's something on my bucket list? 
be abducted by a UFO. I'll give you two points for that. God. Okay, what is my biggest pet peeve? When I eat and I'm talking to you in your ear. I don't think it has to be related to you specifically. Like, uh, just what's my biggest yeah, pet peeve? Yeah, but that, but the sound that, of that, chewing. That, that, the sound of chewing. Yeah, yeah. There's a name for that. I have that. Oh, okay. Shut I, up. Like, I don't wish harm on either of them, right? Like at yeah. all. But there's just something about them that gives me that, like, Angelina much. Jolie, Billy Bob Thornton, sort of just. It's it's a little off-putting, and yeah. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but it's just you see them and you're like, well. Because he's so dirty. Like always. No, I don't even think he's dirty. Even when he showers. I think he's fake dirty. I think he's fake dirty. Right? Yeah, I don't even think he's dirty. He's not a dirty guy. He's fake dirty, right? He's fake punk. He's fake, like all this stuff. But there's just something about him. Right? Okay. 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 So the gross. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hello, Nicole. How you doing? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Good, good, good. All right, it's Roz and Mocha, and uh, you got a lot on your mind, huh? Yeah. What's going on? Uh, Yeah, so my boyfriend's um, in his third and final year of medical school and has very little time for me. Uh, Yeah, you were says, Ron Zamoka fixed my life. You guys have been together four years and uh, are incredibly happy together. However, my love language is touch and quality time together, which seems to be rare these days. I understand the struggles of med school and want to be there to support, but it's been hard lately as we've been seeing each other significantly less and less uh, and have less and less time to talk during the week. Uh, next year, he's going to be a resident, and his attention will only become more limited. I am worried med school will get in the way of our relationship help. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's tough, huh? This, Yeah, but, it's not easy. But you have to know that you this is not some sort of isolated thing. Like the, 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 the maintaining, people have written books on how to maintain a healthy relationship while going to medical school. Like the time suck on medical school is notorious. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I've uh, been with him throughout this whole journey while he's been in medical school. And it was pretty, pretty manageable the first couple of years. But now as it uh, gets more intense, uh, especially applying to residencies, it's uh, yeah. There's there's very little time for our relationship. But when you guys are together, how much time are you able to spend? Um, we spend quite like we spend like an afternoon together, but a lot of that attention is divided because he'll be working on applications and right. um, reaching out to references and working on publishing papers. Oh wow! <laughs> it's nonstop. Yeah. And, and what about you? What's your work schedule like? Um, so I work uh, like eight to four during the day, and then I work in the evenings as well. Oh wow! Um, but I I have my weekends usually free. And then what do you guys do on the weekend? Um, it depends. Sometimes he'll come in. So he's, uh, he's out in Hamilton and I'm in Toronto. So sometimes he'll come in or I'll go there, um, and just hang out really. But there's, sometimes we'll go on like a walk or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's very, it's very sporadic. <laughs> So a couple things with with people in medical school or people who are busy in general. I, I need to know what kind of busy person he is. Uh, I'm a very busy person. I work a long day, um, but mm-hmm. I never try to pretend like I own tired. You find this a lot with people who are in medical school or in law school because I've known them over the years, <laughs> where if they are um, that med student and somebody around them goes, oh, my God, I'm so busy. They go, you don't know busy. You don't know how busy. 
busy. You want to know what I did on 12 hours sleep over the course of six days? Like they think that they own tired and that's a problem. Okay. Um, They don't own tired and you're allowed to have, you're allowed to say, oh my God, I had the busiest day today without looking like you're going to get some sort of lecture or you're somehow uh, diminishing his struggle, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, but I think that more importantly, the the way to have this conversation with him is that you understand it's busy and medical school is notorious for this. It's notorious for isolating the individual in medical school and killing relationships. I think yeah. that you just need to tell him I don't need all the time. I understand the realities of the situation. I just need something to look forward to. Oh, that's good. Maybe I should pick up one of these books. Right. And 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 I think that what that means is, you know, you don't need an entire weekend. But you if you guys decide that there's going to be 90 minutes on a Sunday and you guys decide this on a Tuesday, you need that to look forward to, and you need him regardless of how busy he is. You're asking for 90 minutes on a Sunday where there's no phones, no papers, mm-hmm. no applications, no anything else, and you guys both look forward to that. And, the, and then the communication during the week isn't, why couldn't I get a hold of you yesterday? How come you're so busy today? You said you were going to call and you didn't call. The communication then just becomes, can't wait for Sunday. Yeah, that's actually a very good idea. You know, and then you, and then yeah. you do, And then maybe you can get to the point of where you can do a Sunday and a Tuesday. You know, Mm -hmm. Uh, but I Mm -hmm. think that that time that you guys have needs to be time between the two of you where it's uninterrupted by anything else. Yeah, that would be great, actually, (laughs) to have that and and just have that undivided. Nicole, when you guys are together, are you you're not like sitting there like watching a movie or sitting there like in each like constantly checking your phones, are you? Yeah. We'll put on a show and then sometimes he'll have his computer open and be replying to emails or something. And I, uh, yeah, I, I'm just watching the show or then I'm on my phone. Yeah. Or but something. then, you know, like that, that's not spending time. Like you have the time for each other. It's how you choose to use that time with each other and being on the computer, being on your phones, uh, is not you know, just hearing kind of the way his schedule is, the way your schedule is, it's not the best use of time. So uh, right. to Ross's point, you know, phones away, just focus on one another, take advantage of the time that you do have together because his life is going to get busier, your life is going to get busier, and you're going to need to um, treasure these these moments that you have with each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But that's, right. the, that's the only way out of this. Uh, it's a long road ahead. It is, and that, that, but that's the only way you get to the end. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, thank you. Appreciate yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. Thank right, you very love. much. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> Thanks. Take care. Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. The well, people's we, what are we, champion. What are we praising the rock for today? He is now the people's rapper. Did you hear this? No. So the rock dropped a, a guest verse on a song that came out. I think dropped off Friday called Face Off by an artist out of the West Coast named Tech Nine. Now, the two of them met on the set of the rock show Ballers on okay. HBO. Is that show done or is that show coming back? No, it's done. It's done. Yeah. Okay. Um, the last season was kind of like, yeah, I love that yeah, show. Yeah, and the last yeah, season was a mom. Yeah. So they met on the set of Ballers and then Tech Nine's working on some new music and then DM the rock. It was like, I have this song, would love for you to be on it. And it's kind of like a hype up anthem. So maybe some like motivational speech from The Rock type of thing. Sure. And uh, The Rock was like, I got one better. I'm going to drop a verse. Oh. 
And according to The Rock, he told Variety that he got into the studio one night. I'm going to play it for you. And did this all in one take. Mm-hmm. He was drinking his Terramana tequila, yeah. which I assume is why it took yeah. him only one take. Got- God, you have to drink a lot of tequila to get a body like that a little drunk, huh? Right. And especially he is like super cut right now because he's still training yeah. for Black Adam. Yeah. The superhero movie that he's in, right? Yeah. So he's training extra hard. Um, so this is The Rock, his guest verse on Tech Nine's Face Off. It's about drive, it's about power. We stay hungry, we devour. Put in the work, put in the hours, and take what's ours. Like in some more in my veins, my culture banging with strange. I change the game, so what's my mother? Name. What they're gonna get though? Desecration, defamation. If you wanna bring it to the masses, face to face now we escalating. When I have to put boost asses, mean on ya, like a dream. When I'm rumbling, you're gonna scream, mama. So bring drama to the king, brahma. Then to an extreme mana. So I'm a huge fan of The Rock. Probably The Rock's biggest fan, right? Yeah. Wonderful wrestler, great actor. Uh, I love all the charity work that he does. Yeah, good guy, good human. Um. Great human being. Great yeah. sense of humor. Yeah. Not the best rapper. No. But, but he, I know but, you're getting but the he's rock. Not, but, but he's not. Like, this is the thing. If The Rock legitimately wanted to put something out because he wanted to dip his toe in the world of music and to see if, if he had what it what it takes, right? Yeah. Then you could say, man, bro. But I don't know if this is that. This, to me, sounds more like a WWE promo that he cut. Oh, I guess. Right? Sure. Like, he's just doing that thing. It's about drive. It's about power. We stay hungry. We devour. Put in the work. Put in the hours. And take what's ours. Like in some more in my veins. My culture banging with strange. I change the game. So what's my mother? Name. What they gonna get though? Desecration, defamation. If you wanna bring it to the masses, <laughs> hey, you know what? I actually kind of like it now. When I have to put boost asses, mean on ya, like a dream. When I'm rumbling, you're gonna scream, mama. So bring drama to the king, brahma. Why don't you an extreme mana? There you go. But the how rock. does it fit with the rest of the song? Is the rest the of the song like? Is yeah, it, it, it fits fine. Just, yeah, yeah okay. it fits okay. fine. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. What's the matter with you? Why are you looking at me like that? What I do? Nothing. No music. No nothing. Oh shoot! Sorry, I'm distracted. At what? Thanksgiving, long weekend. Yeah. I'm just putting son. together the list for dinner. Are you cooking this year? Hold on. Are you cooking? No, 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 no. Oh. no. I'm not. No, my oh. mother-in-law's making the turkey. Oh. She's amazing at it. I'm just putting our guest list. So me, Jenna, Cruz, uh. Roz, Catherine, Roxy, <laughs> uh, mother-in-law, sister-in-law, <laughs> Look at Maury's brother-in-law. <laughs> Look at Maury. Shem. <laughs> Shem's sister. Because we can have Max at 25, right? Oh, wow. Uh, Shem's mom, Shem's dad, Deepa, her husband. Oh, no. Sorry, 15. Wow. Um, hold That's on a here. lot. Oh, Alex. Should we start? You, should we start asking people from the audience to call in? Because you got some free space. No, hold on. Um, oh, Frank. So Maury's dad, Maury's stepmom. <laughs> two brothers. <laughs> 5, 10, 15, 20, wow. 21. I need to fill three. There's spots. very few. Oh, stuck. Yeah. Mom, dad. There's very. Both uh, my sisters. Few things smoke enjoys more than really firing up more at the very beginning of the show, huh? Look, I got uh, I got yeah. our, our, ta- our 25. Because <laughs> we're allowed 25. In Ontario, 25 yeah. is the uh, limit for indoor gatherings. It 100 is, outside. Huh? Yeah. But it's supposed 100. to be. Yeah. So it's going to be a little, uh, who knows, 100 people. Can I stand outside and look in? <laughs> so, yeah, you and 99 other people are yeah, allowed. Yeah, man. That's a lot of people. So I got our 25. We're good. Yeah. Now, how, how many people are legitimately coming? What do you got, like six? 
We have one of my mother-in-laws. So it's oh, just, you are. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's not even us. at your house. No, no, no. Oh, no, no. I went no. yesterday and I got my. Uh, Who wants that cleanup? I got my bag of skin yesterday. Bag of skin. Yes, sir. That sounds gross. First yes. Of all. Well, it is gross. It's not pleasant Wait, to even you look at. About this last year, what do you do? You yeah. go to the butcher and they give you all the turkey so, skin. Yeah. Right? So a couple of days before the long weekend, so on like whatever it was, Tuesday or Wednesday, I went to the butcher at the grocery store at Metro, and I was like. Whenever you guys start doing skinless, boneless, anythings like turkey breasts or turkey thighs, just when you rip the skin off, just <laughs> save it for me. Put it in a bag. Put it in a bag. But how do they know that you're going to come back? So I always come back. And oh, then okay. so so the thing was is that I, I showed up do. yesterday and I was like, "You guys working on my skin?" And the guy was, <laughs> and the guy was like, "I don't know what you're talking about." I'm like, "I talked to the person yesterday." <laughs> oh no! Yeah, and then I have to re-explain why I want just skin. <laughs> Can yeah. you imagine somebody shows up and Bro. looks at you going, "You're working on my yeah. skin?" Yeah, I'm like, "You got my bag of skin?" Uh-huh. And the guy's like, <laughs> "So weird, right?" The guy's like, yeah, hang on. Hi, 911. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right? And then I have to explain. Like, I have to look like I'm not a creeper, right? Uh-huh. Um, so take my sunglasses off. Like yeah. Everything else, right? And then, okay, so as you're explaining to somebody who has no idea, yes. right, are you speaking in a normal voice or do you lower your voice Well, a bit? it's over the counter, right? So oh, I so have to, yell. like, I have to yell, right? <laughs> I have to yell. And yeah. so I'm like. Yo, fam, you got my skin? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm like, you can put it in like a box or a bag. I'm good either way. And then he's like, no, he didn't know anything, but he had to do like a bunch of um, boneless, skinless things. So he's like, I got you, don't worry. And then he goes to the back and he gets a big box of like turkey breasts. Yeah. And then he brings it out and he opens up the box. And then he takes a container and he puts it beside him. And then I watch this guy. He puts gloves on, everything else. And then I watch him just pull turkey breasts (laughs) out of this box, dig his fingernails underneath it, and just start ripping skin off and like... It was sticking to his hands, and he was, like, doing that thing, like, when you flick it, oh, right, when something's yeah. stuck, stuck to your fingers. Your yeah. yeah. And you're standing there so, watching. And I'm standing there watching, right? And like, mm, delicious. Right? Yeah. So he gets, <laughs> he get, he gets through, uh, he gets through, like, five, uh-huh. right? And he looks at me and goes, uh, how much do you want? And I go, how long are you willing to stand there and do this for me? <laughs> <laughs> now, at the time, are you standing there rubbing your hands together, doing that yeah. move where you're, no, li- you're licking doing, your lips? I'm doing everything to not look. I'm on my phone. I'm looking at my yeah. fingernails, right? I'm doing all the stuff. And then he uh, he just rips off. So I got, I think, in a package. Oh, here, I took a picture of it. I got in a package probably about... I think he did like 16 or 17 turkey breasts worth of skin. Oh, thank so, God so you didn't say so, pounds. So that's the amount of skin I got. Oh, that's Let's so see. gross. Right? It, that, it really looks gross. Right, yeah. Yeah, so that's the amount of skin I got. And the reason I only get the skin, by the way, is oh what God. I do is I take a cookie sheet, right, and I put parchment paper on the bottom of the cookie sheet, and then I take turkey skin, just the skin, and I lay it all out, and I salt it, pepper, put a little bit of thyme on it. Then I take another piece of parchment paper, and I put it on top of that. Then I take a cookie sheet that's the exact same as the cookie sheet underneath and I put that on top of it and then I put a heavy pot on top of it so it really really smashes it down mm. and then I put that whole thing in the oven and I cook just the skin and then when I serve it with Thanksgiving dinner I put it in like a bowl so it's all sticking up like breadsticks like flatbreads so you make yeah. skin chips yeah and then so you just whatever turkey you get you always get extra skin that you just dip Crispy in the mash skin. one would gravy. argue that should you cook it with the actual chicken to add flavor no what chicken? No. So we don't Snake need to argue dirt. that? No. Okay. No, we don't need to argue that. 
uh, you're going to lose that argument every time. Because yeah. one would assume that it would add moisture Nobody and flavor. That, no. no, no. I sous vide, want, I sous vide the turkey pieces yeah, anyway. You want crispy. Yeah, crispy. So and they're big, right? They're like large. So it's not cut up like when you get a piece you eat of it with like, your hand, like yes, a chip? yes, mm. yes. So when I serve uh, Thanksgiving dinner, I give people the turkey and then the skin separately, mm. and both are cooked. Do you dip the skin in something, everything, mashed potatoes, and then right into the gravy, man. Oh. That's gonna be so. But you would Mari, never know you, because you, I'm going to Mocha's yeah. and he's gonna. <laughs> I'm just gonna say, can I have one skin? <laughs> <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Matthew, can you come here? I have to read to you. Bedtime with the damn It's on the Roz and Mocha Show. They frolic in their underwear in downtown Toronto. Two men who are lovers who like to read in bed. So let's check in with the Dammits to see what they have read. All right, uh, bedtime with the Dammits. This is Dammit Maury and his <laughs> husband, Dammit Matthew, taking a, uh, a children's book, going through it, and then discussing the the theme or maybe something that they've learned or the lesson in the book which really should be a sweet moment right mm-hmm. any chance to sort of lie in bed and cuddle up with your sweetheart and read to each other and then have a discussion that maybe turns into a discussion about life and love and loss and you'd think right However, it never ends up that way. <laughs> they end up arguing, or Matthew's like super pissed off. Uh, in the past, they've read books like Goodnight Moon, Love You Forever, The Giving Tree, uh, Just Me and My Mom. They've even read the Property Brothers book called uh, Builder Brothers. Um, they've read the story of Hanukkah. And again, it always ends, or uh, there's a portion in there where, damn it, Matthew, Mort's husband, is just like hella annoyed and doesn't want to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so because it is the Thanksgiving long weekend, they picked up the book called this little turkey a short book a real nice sweet book and uh here's <laughs> here's what happened matthew what do you want from my life oh crawl into my nook oh shut up <laughs> the story's called this little turkey okay. okay this little turkey went to market this little turkey swept the floor this little turkey drew some pictures this little turkey wanted more this little turkey knitted a sweater. This little turkey grabbed a treat. Not turkey, turkey. Turkey. Thank you. This little it. turkey set we the table. And this little turkey said, let's eat. Then all these little turkeys said, we, we, we. Wish you a happy Thanksgiving. So what do you think the story's about? <laughs> it was morbid. These little turkeys are doing all this, but like, and they're sitting down to eat, and they're the ones going to be eaten. This little piggy. Oh my god, I didn't even get that. Or no, like this little turkey went to the market. Yeah, this little piggy went to the market. Mm-hmm. But then, you know. Okay, so they went to the market. So they went to go get the food, and then they're sweeping the floor. So they're cleaning. It's like a Portuguese house. They're cleaning. You know, <laughs> talimpond tude, talimpond casa. <laughs> God, it doesn't take much to write a book these days. Oh, wow. Oh, well, are you happy that we read this? Yeah. Oh. That one's for the knowledge bank. <laughs> happy Thanksgiving. Oh, yes. Happy Thanksgiving. Wow. Wow. Not one positive thing he has to say about no, it. Huh? No, not no, one. no. Like, not, not even. Well, are you happy that. that we read this? 
Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, like not even like the pictures were cute. Nothing. Like no. just annoyed by the whole thing. <laughs> just completely annoyed, and then realizing it was like this little piggy, right? Talim pond tood, talim pond a casa. Bedtime with the damn. It's always so much fun. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Yes, yes. Yeah, wagwan. <laughs> How are you, man? Good, bloated. Are you? Yeah. Everybody is. Bro. It's Thanksgiving. What else? Bro. Bro. How much you crazy. eat? What did you eat? Well, because I always do the dinner on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Right? That way it's done. I get two full days to do nothing except lay around and eat leftovers. Sure. So I do the dinner Saturday. I learned that years ago over Thanksgiving. Do mm-hmm. the dinner Saturday. I wanted to do the dinner Saturday. Yeah, do the dinner Saturday. That is like if I have like a hot tip, do mm-hmm. the dinner Saturday, and then you have the whole weekend to sure. just like, I was so sick of turkey last night. I ordered a pizza at 9 o'clock. On a s- Monday? Yes. Almost got the days good. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I ordered a pizza at um, 9 o'clock. What'd you put on the pizza? Just pepperoni. Mm. Yeah, me and Rox killed it last night. It was great. Saw them leftovers, though. Yeah, done. R- rest like, of the week. Yeah, but I mean, I have lots of, I, I made so much turkey. Like, I always make so much extra what turkey. Were, what were all the fiexins? What were the sides? Oh, the, the fiexins? Yeah. Uh, so I do turkey, but I do turkey in the, uh, I buy breasts separately. Yeah. And I bought boneless skin. Because you don't do time. traditional cook a whole no, turkey. No, Yours are in, like, pieces. Yeah, because I'm not about the show, right? Mm. If I was about the show, there's a way to do it, to do it beautifully for the show. I'm not about the show. It's yeah. too. It's it's not my favorite way to do a turkey. Okay. It's not my favorite way to eat turkey. Um, so I buy breasts separately, and then I buy thighs separately, bone-in, skin on, take the bone out, and then um, the fixins were, what do we do? I did Brussels. I did carrot and turnip. Catherine really loves uh, can of corn, heirloom carrots, stuffing. Two different kind of carrots? Yeah. Huh. Stuffing, um, gravy. Mm. I'm trying to think of what else. Maybe there was something else. Oh, and skin. I did, yeah. I did the, the, the I, I did the turkey skin, which a lot of people seem to really like. Uh, I posted a picture of that, which is I go to the butcher earlier in the week and I say, hey, whenever you guys are doing up your boneless, skinless breasts, save me the skin mm-hmm. and, just, and they're like no problem weirdo yeah they're like exactly yeah and then they pack it all up for me and they don't charge it for me <laughs> right yeah so i walk out of there with a big giant so i walk out of there with a big giant bag of skin yeah. and then i roast that skin between two cookie sheets in the oven at like 350 or whatever it is and then they come out like chips like flatbread and they're so delicious and dip i had gravy dipping in mash mash and gravy and then gravy yeah and I had 16 breast, breast worths of skin. Hmm. So that's how much extra skin, extra skin that I had, right? Yeah, I know. It was, like a, it was like a murder house up in there. I was just like stretching it as far as I could get it. And, that's what she said. Uh, and, then um, I, and then I sous vide the breasts. I okay. sous vide the breasts and then finish them off in a, in a frying pan. And then do you do one big plate of everything yes. for, for your sitting or a little bit? For plate one, and you go back plate two, and you get like the rest. I never have leftovers. Never. I mean, sorry, I never do seconds. Okay. On then. Thanksgiving, never. I'm too tired from cooking. Yeah. Oh right? yeah, that's I'm too true. exhausted from cooking. I, I get my food last. People are almost done by the time I sit down and eat. Yeah, yeah. Right. I get my food. I last made the mistake and... of putting out a cheese tray before I got full on cheese. So wait a second. Time for the actual meal. I had like a, a plate, but then I was so full from the cheese plate. Uh, right. Wow. I, I, yeah. Do you want to hear how? But who did you blame for that? Yourself. 
Yeah, but uh, yeah, you put out a cheese plate. <laughs> who put, who starts? Who loads up on cheese before yeah, Thanksgiving no. dinner? I, I thought would, it would be I nice would say thing like rookie do. mistake, but that's not even rookie. No, that's uh, just. Well, I thought it was nice to bring a cheese plate. Right, that's like somebody who's never had Thanksgiving before. You do that, <laughs> right? Do you want to hear how crazy it was at my dad's place? I've recorded a bit of the audio. Oh, let me, let me that, guess. Let oh. me guess. It was. Uh, there's so much cheese, nobody could poop. No. It was <laughs> so Donna. So we all tried together. Donna oh, getting <laughs> angry at Daniel for wearing a hat at the table. Oh, no. Hold on. What is this? <laughs> it's called No Hat at the Table. <laughs> no hat. Oh, that's not it. That was just me singing. Yeah, no, we're not having a hat at the table. Yo, is she what, beating what's, him? What's she hitting? The table? The table? She slamming oh, her head? It sounds like she's slapping him in the head. That, that's like when people write on Instagram where they put the claps in between words. Yeah. No yeah. hat at the table. <laughs> Why? What? Give me Frank. a good reason. Give Frank. me a good reason. Matthew, no hats at the table. This is a special day. Oh, Dad's hitting you with this is a special day. Oh my! It sounds like chaos, pettiness. You know what I mean? Like everything, everything has to be perfect. So did he take the hat off or no? Yeah, he did for like two minutes, and then we all made fun of his messy hair, and he put the hat back on. Oh, you idiots! What are you doing? You don't force somebody to take their hat off and then go ha ha. Yeah, right. Jeez, man. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, you all watch SNL over the weekend? Irma Gerd, Kim Kardashian. Um, I actually you missed it. Yeah, I didn't watch it either. I, I mean, totally I only for you know what? Long weekend. Yeah. My schedule was all off. I'm still trying to get through Squid Game. So still, yeah, still. <laughs> it's rough. Almost done. Um, it's I know Shem, Shem watched. I watched the whole thing. Yeah, how about it? You know what? I got to give credit to the SNL writers. They really played to her strengths. I heard mixed about that. Really? Yeah, yeah. I heard that they really played to her strengths by, uh, especially the monologue. So I want to play some of the monologue um, okay. here. And then, so we'll listen to it because I found it funny too. And then I listened to some some of the criticism and I was like, okay, yeah, I sort of get that too. So let's play uh, a little bit of, uh, of Kim's uh, monologue. And it's so great to be here tonight. I know. I'm surprised to see me here, too. (laughs) When they asked, uh, I was like, you want me to host? Why? I haven't had a movie premiere in a really long time. (laughs) I mean, actually, I only had that one movie come out, and no one told me it was even premiering. (laughs) It must have slipped my mom's mind. (laughs) I'm excited to be here tonight to show you guys that I'm so much more than just a pretty face. hair and great makeup and amazing boobs and a perfect butt. Basically, I'm just so much more than that reference photo my sister showed their plastic surgeons. But the one thing I'm really proud of is that no one could ever call me a gold digger. Honestly, I'm not even sure how you become one. So I asked my mom's boyfriend, Corey. 
Okay. So I, I agree. I agree. That's like, good, I think good. that, I, and I think that she crushed the monologue. I've seen far worse monologues being delivered on that show. Yeah. Absolutely. Far worse. But um, the criticism when it comes to the writers, because you said, Shem, that they sort of played to her strengths, mm-hmm. right? The criticism that I heard from the writers was they went back to the same old well, where they went back to sex tape. They went back to plastic surgery. They All the kind of like to, typical stuff that you would hear. Yeah, right. You would joke about. As, a, as opposed to, you know, making it a little bit more interesting, they almost seemed disinterested in what they could do with Kim Kardashian. So just went back to the things tropes that they know work yeah but i yeah. think i think for because kim is not a natural comedian you got to make it as easy on her as possible right and the things that she can talk to are those old tropes i agree so here we go number two you know my father was and still is such an influence and inspiration to me and i credit him with really opening up my eyes to racial injustice it's because of him that i met my first black person <laughs> take a stab in the dark at who it was oh no i know it's sort of weird to remember the first black person you met but oj does leave a mark or several or none at all i still don't know wow listen i'm an influencer so i understand that the things that i say carry weight but you know i would never tell anyone what they can or can't do remember i'm a kim not a karen with all of the K names, it's really impressive that my mom didn't pick Karen. I mean, somehow she just knew. I don't know how she saw that one coming and not Caitlyn. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a kick-ass monologue. Like, yeah. I don't mind all that stuff. I don't mind sort Wait. of going back to the Kim Kardashian greatest hits of infamy, right? Okay, but what about Kanye? Yeah, so that happens. Like, yeah. Oh, does yeah. it really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now I know we're divided as a country, but I'd love America to come together, which is why I'm here to announce that I'm running for... I'm just kidding, guys. <laughs> I'm not running for president. We can't have three failed politicians in one family. <laughs> very blessed in this life and i'm grateful for everything honestly all the ups all the downs i mean i married the best rapper of all time he's good not only that he's the richest black man in america a talented legit genius who gave me four incredible kids okay i'll buy that i'll buy that i'll buy that so when i divorced him you have to know it came down to just one thing his personality. Oh. I know that sounds mean, but people keep telling me that comedy comes from truth. And if there's one thing that I always strive to be, it's genuine. So I just want to say how incredibly excited I am to be up here on this stage tonight. I mean, I'm so used to having 360 million followers watching my every move. And I mean, how many people watch SNL? Like 10 million? So tonight, tonight is just a chill, intimate night for me. Oh, killed it. Yeah, I'd she killed so. it. I think she did great. I have, yeah. heard, I have heard far, far, far worse monologues done by people who are legit, quote, actors or performers or all yeah. the people they said would have been better off hosting other than Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Right? That All was those great. people. How were the skits? Skits were funny? Skits were really good. She did lay almost like a bachelorette type skit that featured John Cena. Uh, Chris Rock was one of the suitors. <laughs> oh, yeah. Really good. Oh, that's really good. good. She yeah, did more. also, don't forget, she did um, one where she was a judge, right? Like the People's, People's Court. People's Court. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And Kanye 
who, you know, uh, Kanye was there and uh, she had to judge Kanye, which is re- really funny. Right. Yeah. No. So uh, I think she killed. Huh. I think she killed. That was, a, yeah, was a great monologue. Yeah. Nice. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly reacting to his good pal Pete Davidson impersonating him on SNL. So they were doing a, a skit on the People's Court and Kim Kardashian was playing Courtney Kardashian. And then she brought in Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox into the courtroom. And Kanye West was also there. So there are the players. There are the players. Uh, Now here is the skit. Bring in my bailiffs and best friends, Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox. Uh, Hey, hey, what's up? (laughs) Why are we best friends? Because our boyfriends have tattoos for necks. Oh, right. I love him. I love you, too. I wrote you an Instagram (laughs) caption, babe. Oh, that's fire. All right. Achingly beautiful boy. Oh. Toxic. Oh. Viral. Oh. Twin flame. Rehab Barbie. Oh, I wish I could vape you. Hey yo, hey yo, keep in mind this is coming from Kanye, but y'all weird. <laughs> and then they just said they're licking each other like Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly oh do. Oh my god. Uh, so Machine Gun Kelly wrote uh, Wait, pause for real yes, quick. Yes. Are Pete Davidson and Machine Gun Kelly like in real life? They are friends, yeah. Good so friends? so, okay, so one of the one of the um one of the things that Machine Gun Kelly uh did that he posted was actually uh Machine Gun Kelly and Pete Davidson um FaceTiming each other after SNL oh. happened and then he just wrote twins. And then Machine Gun Kelly also went on Twitter to say, I think it's time for me to come on the show as Pete. And then on Instagram, he uh, just simply wrote, Pete, you you know damn well I don't talk like that. So, Yo, I saw one post over the weekend. I can't remember who it was. Somebody posted a video of Machine Gun Kelly at a festival recently. Yeah. And like all the comments were just because he was like climbing the structure right. of the stage, the scaffolding, and whatever, and singing right. from the very top. Right, and everyone was like just going in about how they hope he falls and dies yeah. and stuff. Yeah, like they. It's hate. really, it's really turned for him. Yeah, it really has. big time. And I don't think the, and I don't think the Megan Fox relationship helped helped one no, bit. No, not at all. I really, I think that sometimes when you become that that kind of couple, people really embrace it, right? Like, yeah. I know now we love Benefer two point but people really did not like Benefer the first time around. Like, so maybe it was, they it was wait almost, ten years and. Yeah. Try it again. Yeah, yeah, you can try that, sure. Right? But it doesn't always work out when you sort of like turn into that Hollywood power couple thing. It doesn't, mm-hmm. oh, it's not a guarantee. Yeah, take a break, guys. Yeah, it doesn't always work out for you. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Did you watch uh, William Shatner not die in space yesterday? Yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah. I still can't get over the short flight. Well, it's only 10 minutes, right? I know. Yeah. That's what I can't get over. Yeah. For the amount of money. And I know it costs a lot of money to shoot a rocket up into the air. Yes. And bring it, it back down safely. Yep. Uh, it's just the amount of money. Because you're not talking like a couple hundred dollars or a couple, a couple thousand. dollars. No, right? You're talking millions. millions. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, like it's, when I le- I was watching yesterday. Yeah. When we wrapped up the show. And I gathering all my things to leave and the amount of time it took me to gather all of my things yeah. i watched the rocket launch into the air yeah go all the way up yeah and then the parachute blasts out <laughs> and it slowly start coming out and yeah. i was like and by the time i got to my car yes 
everything was done. It was over. Over, completely. Right? That's the way All it goes. within 10, 11 yes. minutes. Yes. But they get to take their seatbelt off when they're up there. Yeah, yeah, you float around. And then what, though? And then what? Then you sit back down. But do you have to grab each other and pull yourselves back down no to your idea. chair? I'm not an, I didn't take the training course. I don't know what the, the sort of protocol so is. So my next question is, did William Shatner, 90 years old, who got mm. shot up into space yesterday, mm. did he have to go through any they type did. of physical training? They did. You don't, have to, you, know, you don't have to go through physical, the, the physical training part of it I don't think is, is that strenuous. But I think that there's a, there's, it's a protocol training yeah. of things that you do, things that you don't do. And it's a timing thing. You know, when you, you'll be instructed when to do this. You'll be instructed when to do this. But I think right. they, they would also do something where they make you feel weightlessness to see if you're going to get sick or not. No. Not really? no, you don't I don't, think so? no, 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 no. Maybe no, because, because the order, time is so short, right? Yeah, because in order to do that, like you got to bring them up in an empty, like one of those empty seven seventy sevens, where you go up and then you the plane literally drops, right? Like yeah. you just drop. They don't have a, like a, a machine or a video game to teach uh, you this. No, what weightlessness? Like a, a sort of a capsule they put you in in a, a warehouse, weight, like a weightless simulator. Yeah, no. Listen, how does I, a weightless simulator work? All of this stuff know, that you guys you. Are, are, are talking about and all the stuff that you're suggesting could actually—he's 90 years old. Yeah, I don't think you can try do trial runs with 90-year-old no. William Shatner. No, you you with William Shatner, you make sure two things: one, he has a good time, and two, he doesn't pee on that brand new seat. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's it. You hope I he has know. a good time. And you just hope he doesn't pee. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Give extra large depends. Yeah. That's something. it. That's it. That's all you want from Shatner. But he was he was crying afterwards. He's super emotional, man. Yeah. Did Jeff Be- I did I see Jeff Bezos Bezos brought like a Star Trek toy from his childhood uh, or something probably, like that? Probably. Onto I think it was for the rocket. Yeah, but I for Shatner think, to sign or yeah. To yeah. go up into space with? Yeah, he geeked out a bit. Yeah, give me an autograph. It's so great. But uh, but yeah, Shatner was super emotional afterwards. What you have given me is the most profound experience I can have. I'm so filled with emotion about what just happened. I, I just, it's extraordinary, extraordinary. I hope I never recover from this. I hope that I can uh, maintain what I feel now. I, I don't want to lose it. It's so... So much larger than than me of life. I am, I am overwhelmed. Everybody, it, it, it would be so important for everybody to have that experience through one means or another. Oh my God, what an experience! <laughs> wow. Uh, but really Shatner, but like Shatner still rides horses, right? Yeah. Like he's a physical guy. Ninety. He's years a old. rare. Well, ninety. He and his wife on a ranch. Yeah, he's a rare ninety-year-old. Wow. Yeah. Well, good for you, William Shatner. Yeah. Finally make it to to, uh, to space in real life. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, um, two big trailers dropped yesterday, mm. which Girl. is the trailer for Scream. Yes. Did you see it? I had. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. And the trailer for Home Alone. The new Home Alone movie. I have them here. Where do you? Uh, where do so you want to start? Let's with? start. Let's because these two, there's these two movies are interestingly tied in together, and I'll, I'll give you my take on it, and then I want to know how you feel about it after. But okay. uh, play a little bit of the Scream trailer okay, for so me. So the Scream one, I'll give a little bit of context because it's a little bit visual, but you can kind of get the concept. New kids. Yeah. 
Uh, it opens with uh, uh, Jenna Ortega. She's the girl. She played the daughter in Yes Day. Yes, right. Right? She was also in season two of You. She's the kid right. that Joe became friends with in the apartment complex. Yes. So she's on the Dirt phone bag. texting that her parents are away. She's texting with a friend being like, y'all can come over, unlock the... Also, Courtney Cox, Nev Campbell, and David Arquette are They're back. all back, yeah. yeah. So she uh, is texting with her friend, and then the phone rings. Texting, texting, texting. Mm-hmm. And then the other person's like, yo, this isn't the name of the person she's texting. And she looks over at the phone. This isn't funny, Amber. Would you like to play a game, Tara? Murder, murder, murder. the doors of their phone yeah. with the app on her phone doors locked. and they keep unlocking doors unlocked. and then all of a sudden Ghostface comes up from her, grabs her yeah. alright so long later and then David Arquette pops up in another scene hello it's happening three attacks so far do you have a gun I'm Sydney Prescott. Of course, I have a gun. Oh, okay, so uh, so I'm ex- I'm excited for this, but yeah. I, I will say though, when I watch that trailer, the trailer is very dark. Oh yeah, right. And the thing that made Scream wonderful was that it was the first sort of movie of its kind, a horror movie that was self aware. And it spawned a whole litany of movies that were sort of copycats of being self-aware. Yeah. Scream was awesome because the kids in the movie, the teenagers in the movie, realized that they were living through a horror movie. And talking and so, through it. Yes. As there well. were rules. And 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 there were it was there was humor, but it was dark humor. Um I watched this trailer and there was no joke. Yeah. There was no. You get the sense that it's, it's, uh, it's just a straight up horror movie. Yeah. And I don't know if I love that. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I love that, especially because you brought back Nev Campbell, Courtney Cox and David Arquette. Like, I don't know if I love the, and I don't know why they would have cut a trailer that was so dark if there was that sort of element of self-awareness in it. So the movie comes out January 14th. Right. And the, the typical way uh, that I've seen, at least, in the past, like, two years is that movies will have two, three, sometimes four trailers yeah. leading up to the big release. So right. I don't know if this is one of, let's say, one of two. Do, but I think you would do that in, in trailer one, though. Yeah. If that Get element out of the was way. there. Yeah. yeah. To sort of set the tone. But it's interesting because in the, if you remember the first Scream, um, like tech wasn't a thing, right? Like, I, do you remember that scene in the first screen? They were like, oh yeah, well, if it's not you, why do you have a cellular phone? Yeah. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, brick. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like tech wasn't, tech wasn't a thing. And that movie would have been so different with tech. And then that brings us to the new home alone movie yeah. because people have long thought that you can't do home alone today because literally you can go on an app and get a babysitter to the house in 15 minutes. Totally. You can go on the nanny cam. You can go on the ring cam you can unlock also, the doors lock the doors you can get a hold of your kid you can do all this and stuff there's a ton of home not maybe not every home but a ton of homes in every single neighborhood where people have cameras outside right all of them right? yes yes and so this new home alone movie is 
not a reboot. It is a sequel, but it's not a sequel to like number five. It like sort of goes back in time and it's a sequel to like number two. So after New York. After New York. This is but the next one. But does not one. feature Macaulay Culkin. And no. he made it very clear on Twitter. Yeah, but the rumor was that it did yesterday. Yeah. A lot of people were saying it did. But Buzz is in it. And so that's how you know that it's a sequel and not a reboot because Buzz is now all grown up and a cop. I did not recognize him. Yeah, well, he, in, when the, he, in the trailer, so, so he walks out of the tr- he walks out of his cop car. Yeah, and they zoom in on him, and his and his nameplate on his uniform says, oh, McAllister. It says McAllister. Yes, I did see that, so and I was like, oh, "Who is that?" Though? Buzz. It's That's Buzz. Buzz? Yeah. Oh so Buzz God. is now grown up, and he's uh, and he's a cop. And it's the same thing where it's Christmas time, and the family's ready to go on vacation. Yes. And there's chaos in the house, and there's a mix up, and the little kid gets left home alone. Was the night before Christmas vacation. And the fun was in full swing. <laughs> you have split our family onto two separate flights. Mom! Max, please! The family left for their big vacation. Is that everyone? The cars are leaving now! But forgot one little thing. Mom? Dad? Uncle Blake? They don't even know I'm here. They don't even know I'm here. And it just follows yeah. the same Dad, formula. I'm everything. I'm as the original. Everything. Home Alone. Yeah, right. Where he's just like causing chaos throughout the house. Yeah, the mom's trying to get back. I think the family goes to like Japan. Yeah, and they're trying to get back home. Yeah, yeah. but there, and there there's is burglars. A... Ellie Kemper plays one of the uh, one of the robbers. Yeah, but there is one scene where he's sitting at the desk in his dad's office, dressed like uh, Scarface with a black suit, with a white shirt, with the collar on the outside, and just in front of him, instead of cocaine on the table, is a giant, like, three-foot pile of Skittles. Yeah. <laughs> Every kid's dream comes true. <laughs> By the way, that one's going to be released on uh, on Disney Plus on November 12th. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Did you see the uh, video of the grandpa who loves Dua Lipa? No. He's, like, freaking out. No. How old is he? 80 years old. 80? That's so like a great grandpa. His granddaughter posted this video on TikTok, which now has 4.7 million views. And it got the attention of Dua Lipa. Um, the 80-year-old was being gifted for his birthday tickets to a Dua Lipa concert. Mm-hmm. And he's such a big fan. He freaks the hell out. Uh, Dua Lipa reposted the video on her Instagram yesterday and said, OMG, this melts my heart. Listen to this. My grandpa loves Dua Lipa, so we got him tickets for his 80th birthday. Initial ticket, Richard Allen Walder. And Elena Dua Lipa concert! Are you me? Are you me? Really? Is this a real thing? Yeah. Holy also, and just the joy on this man's yeah, face man. it is incredible he's 80 years old and he loves Dua Lipa and after the granddaughter who posted the original video found out that Dua Lipa reposted her video yeah. she then like FaceTime her grandpa to let him know that the original video went viral and this is their conversation she posted you on Instagram <laughs> I see that. What do I do? I'm gonna ask Alexis. She's down the basement. Okay, yeah. Run downstairs and get her. Well, don't run. Isn't this great? This is amazing. Really, five minutes of fame, and this is the greatest thing to ever happen. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. I love him.
love him. That's so, you know that guy's gonna get to meet Dua Lipa at that show, oh, right? Absolutely, he's gonna yeah. get the VIP treatment Please. when he goes to that concert, Please. wherever it is that they live, wherever it is that she's gonna be touring. Yeah. Uh, where he's got those tickets for. But he is 80 years old, loves Dua Lipa, freaked out when he got tickets to her concert. My grandpa loves Dua Lipa, so we got him tickets for his 80th birthday. Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Adele, was it IG Live that she was doing? Because she released that teaser for Easy on Me mm-hmm. last week, and no vocals, so we just got the sort of opening instrumental, like the first couple bars of the of the track, and it sounded very Adele. Like mm-hmm. it was. If, you, if, you, if anybody was wondering whether she was going to kind of go off into a different direction, having been away for a while. Um, Adele was giving you Adele, which is really all you can hope for. Yeah. And people have been missing Adele. Very much. Right? Very much. So she was on IG Live. Do you have that original there or you don't have the original there anymore? Uh, because No, I have here. You do? Yeah. That was it. Mm -hmm. That's all you get. And then so she was on IG Live over the weekend and talking to fans. One of the things she said that her this album was about divorce. Um, Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. So, you know, it's going to be a crusher. Uh Uh, But then she played a little bit of Easy on Me and just sort of let the vocals go. Oh, really? Yeah. So listen, listen to Adele talking Um, to fans. Would you like to hear a little snippet of what I'm singing on that Easy on Me song? Um, yes, Queen, we would. I get in trouble for playing it, but shop managed to turn ghost off. Yeah, nobody can sing. Let's hear it. You're playing for you. Okay, so that's the original tease yes, that we got. Yes. And then. Okay. Straight up Adele. Mm-hmm. And then a beat. Does a beat come in? No. <laughs> no. Oh, come on, Adele. <laughs> Don't we got to wait till Friday for that? But it's very Adele, right? Like that's you want Adele, you're going to get Adele. Yeah, I guess. Which is uh, that's all anybody can ask for, right? Exactly. And I know that there were a lot of people because when somebody is that talented, you sort of look forward to maybe seeing what they could do if they went a different direction, right? Because you you have full faith in them that if Adele wanted to do anything, I'm sure she she could do it and crush it. But when you hear Adele and Adele gives you Adele, like classic Adele, everything that you love about Adele, it feels so much better. Sure, familiar, so much better. So familiar, exactly. Um, when does that come out? Like Thursday, right? Something like that? Oh, yeah, because it's weird. They're doing it. Uh, she's releasing it like UK time. Right. So 
She releases it, I believe, midnight, midnight UK time. Which is 7 p.m. But 7 p.m. Eastern. Right. Gotcha. For everybody else. Gotcha. Oh, that's a treat. Yeah. Get a little bit earlier than what you thought, huh? Yeah. Five hours? So. But uh, but that that's it. So, I mean, it's Adele. <laughs> I love it. We can't say we didn't want no, New Adele. exactly. We wanted New exactly. Adele. We're getting New Adele this Friday. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Bianca wants to introduce the news, Roz, if oh. you're okay with it. What makes you think you're worthy? Um, <clears throat> I've been practicing, and I listen to the show all the time, and I listen when other people call in and do it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like my throat does kind of hurt. Um, but I'm ready to try if you'll have me. Okay. That's what she said. Okay. So, uh, how old are you? I am turning 26. Turning 26, and you've been listening to the show a while now. For like since the beginning. Okay. You oh, know. Wow. You, you know that when people call in to introduce the news, everybody's like, "Oh yeah, pff, I can do it, no problem." And and they either screw up the wording, the pacing, or they half-ass it. So what we need from you is perfection and a whole ass, okay? Okay. <laughs> you say a whole ass? Yeah. <laughs> okay. No no half-assing it around here, okay? okay? Okay. I was actually I was actually thinking if I could like do like my own kind of little spin, like how you do. <sighs> here, we, here we go. Here we go. Like my favorite um, way that you've introduced it before is when you do it to the tune of, do you want to build a snowman? And <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love when you do it like that. And then I was thinking like, what's the kind of funny way that I could do it? Like to show like how much I love you guys and like stuff like that. Okay. I don't know. You just want to add okay. your own originality to it. Like when, like when yeah. I, like when I go, Mocha, are you ready? Yeah, so okay. let's do the news. <laughs> okay. I get you. I get you. I like that one too. Uh, yeah, the, the, the Bianca special right now. Okay, uh, Bianca, um, we'll count you down, and then you just do you. Okay, girl? Okay. Okay, here you go. In three, two, one. Hey, Mocha. Yeah. Hey, Mocha. Yeah. Hey, Mocha, hey, Mocha, hey, Mocha, hey, Mocha, hey, Mocha. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you ready? Damn right. Let's do the news. Wow. <laughs> that was the absolute best, Bianca. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, Bianca. Yeah, you slay, girl. Thank you. Wow, yo, you just set the bar, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Love you guys so much. Love, Love you, you right too. back. Later. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. James Bond in theaters today. No time to die. This will be. Uh, ain't nobody got time for ain't that. Ain't nobody got time to die. <sighs> oh man, I hope he says that line. You think he says that line? At what? All? Yeah. Like when, w- they, when they say the, 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 the title of the movie is a line in the movie? That's, that's always the best character in the movie, mm-hmm. right? When you're, You know you're lucky when you're the one that gets to say the name of yeah. the movie, right? I have no time to die. Yes, yeah. I wonder if they even say that. I don't mm. know. Maybe James Bond seems a little too highbrow to me to do that. They had no time to say it. Uh, but um, Daniel Craig, this is his last. I think he was the longest Bond, too, to ever, uh, to ever oh, do really? it. Yeah, for oh. somebody who didn't want to do it in the first place. Um, mm. He really spent a lot of time being James Bond. Uh, and that, of course, comes to, well, who the hell's going to be the next James Bond and blah, blah, blah. Um, Idris Elba's name keeps popping up. <coughs> I think Idris Elba's too old. Um, this is a long commitment. He's almost 50. And I'm not saying he's too old to do 
a lot of thing. I'm just saying he's too old to be Bond because you're going to be, he's going to be like 60 plus. And I need a, a fresh face. Yeah, well, because the problem with, with not the problem, but with this James Bond, and they even played it off in the trailer, which is Daniel Craig is that sort of older guy where he doesn't know the new tech world where he's like, I used to hunt bad guys, you know, in alleys and now it's, you know, on the computer kind of thing. I think that James Bond, if you're going to do it, it needs to be young and you need to really lean into that. Like he needs to some, he needs to be somebody who knows how to do that sort of new Ooh. world. Oh my God. I love these movies. Um, What's the name of the guy who's in the Kingsman movies? Oh, that young guy? The young guy. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a little too close though to James it? Bond to be, to be that, that guy. guy. I think he'd be great yeah. for the, for, for being a new Bond. But, uh, but Idris Elba on the, uh, on a red carpet last night, I'm not a hundred percent sure what he was promoting. I think it's called the harder they fall. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, was asked about the possibility of taking over for Daniel Craig. Don't think I can talk to you and not talk about James Bond because how amazing would it be? We're talking about an all black Western. How would it? How amazing would it be to have a black James Bond? Look, I think it's a, the sign of the times. You know, when we can stop talking about black, white, you know, color, you know, then we're in a very healthy place. So, yeah. so what does that mean? Are you going to do it? Uh, <laughs> is this live TV? I'm not going to be John Bond. <laughs> but would you like to? Uh, who wouldn't? Ooh, well, not going to be Bond, but who wouldn't, right? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Madonna was on with uh, Jimmy Fallon last night and actually making news. This is my favorite kind of Madonna. So mm-hmm. her Madam X drops today on. What's Madam X? On what? what Found Paramount, but we don't get that. Where is it up here? Tell me something. What? Where is it up here? You can sign up for Paramount Plus online oh, in Canada, God. but it okay. costs five dollars a month. Uh, so her Madame X tour is on Paramount Plus, apparently, and she was promoting that. And this is my favorite kind of Madonna because Madonna is actually really funny. Like, this is my kind of Madonna as opposed to the Madonna you get on Instagram, which mm. is not my favorite Madonna. Uh, but I like this Madonna. But this is Madonna actually making movie news. Listen to this. These are myths and rumors about you, and it may or may not be true. Your first job was at Dunkin' Donuts, and you were fired. Yeah. <laughs> It was one of the first jobs I had working when I moved to Manhattan, and I did get fired because I was playing with the jelly squirter. (laughs) Oh, damn. Girl. Okay, all right. Have you ever seen a jelly squirter? No, no, no. Here we go. All right. Okay, Madonna. How about this? Vogue? Vogue was originally only going to be a B-side because it wasn't considered strong enough to be released as a single. Yeah, it's true. Wait, what? But Vogue is the biggest song ever. It was the B-side? What was the A-side? Well, there's a lot of unenlightened people in the world. Yeah. They don't. They can't see into the future. There's a, there's a myth or a rumor. You turned down the role of Catwoman in the film Batman Returns and the lead in Showgirls. You turned down. Did you ever see those movies? And what did you think of them? I I saw them both, and I was I regret that I turned down Catwoman. It was pretty fierce. Oh really? Showgirls, no. But I I also turned down the role in Mate in the Matrix. Can you believe that? You do. I want to kill myself. Oh, stop! No, You're Madonna. You That's don't. That's like one of the best movies ever. I, I, you don't regret anything. Look I, at you. It's a teeny tiny part of me regrets just that one moment in my life. Wow. wow. So do you think so? It was it had to be Trinity in the Matrix, yeah. right? Like yeah, that's yeah, the only yeah. role that you would regret turning down. But could you imagine the Matrix with uh, Keanu and Madonna instead of Keanu and Carrie Ann Moss? 
See, her being Madonna would take away from the movie. For yeah, me, at least. I agree. I agree. I didn't right? really know who Carrie Ann Moss was before exactly. the Matrix. And I yeah. think she would have been a really, really, like a really good Catwoman. You think though? Absolutely. I don't yeah. Know. She would have done really well at that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Why don't we agree to disagree? We just disagree. <laughs> it's Thanksgiving. Like, let's not fight already, right? That's what family's for on Sunday. <laughs> uh, and uh, there was something else I wanted to do. Hold on here. Give me, give me one second. Oh, oh, back onto the. Um, God, what was I going to say? Oh, on the Madonna thing. You know what that made me think of when he said what? that that Vogue was going to be a B-side, right? Where it wasn't even going to be released as like a big single because people didn't think it was a great song. R- yesterday, was it yesterday we were doing Name That Quarantine? Yeah. Whatever it was, where we were talking about Rolling Stone's 500 list, uh, the, the, their list of the 500 greatest songs of all time. Mm-hmm. And I thought there's some parts of that list that are just whack, right? Uh, do you know that on that list that Ariana Grande's Thank You Next is two spots above Vogue? Oh, really? Oh, that is the greatest song ever? That's insulting to humanity. Is that not like, right? That I don't disagree with. No. Can we all agree to agree? We can, yes. This is how communication works, Mari. (laughs) (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Kristen Stewart on the red carpet talking about Spencer. A lot of people very excited about this. This is where Kristen Stewart transforms into uh, Princess Diana. This is Case 2. It feels really good. I, I mean, it's a, a little nerve-wracking. I hope everyone's happy with it. But, um, you know, sometimes you kind of have to cancel out the noise and just have your own fantasy. I hope she's watching. That has to be very nerve-wracking. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine stepping into that role, yeah. showing up to work every day, and that's the character you have to play. Well, especially because um, that, uh, that young woman did it on The Crown so brilliantly, yeah. and not that long ago. Yeah. Like, maybe a so year ago. So that's in your mind as well. Uh, yeah. Corrin, I wonder if she watched. Corrin, well, Emma Corrin, right? Yeah, Emma Corrin. I, I wonder if not you think Kristen Stewart She did. She said she did. She did? Yeah, oh. she said she did. And she thought See, it was that, would bo- that, would, that would bother me. Yeah, but I there's w- so much. That so, it's been done so many times before, right? Yeah. Um, wasn't there a musical, Diana, that was a massive flop? I think there was. No, there I, yeah, I think there was. Really? <laughs> I, I think there was, yeah. Yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not 100% sure, but I, believe, but I believe there was. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Barbara Corcoran um, from Shark Tank was on with The View mm-hmm. and made a fat joke at Whoopi <gasps> Goldberg's expense. No. <laughs> oh so I guess they're talking about jeans in this clip. So we'll play you the, the joke that Barbara made, and then we'll get Barbara's reaction uh, right after. They really are for they're everybody. They're great jeans. Yeah. Well, I have to try them. Will they fit this COVID? Yes. Okay. Yes, they will. <laughs> yes. Listen, I would ask. They fit this COVID. Okay, if they fit two COVID butts. <laughs> We'll be fine. Yeah, she's, she's acting yeah, like she got right some behind. And when you get finished with those jeans and decide you don't like them, give them to me. I'm going to make two pairs. Oh, right. Oh, 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 okay, so now we don't like What's the matter? Let me just tell you something. Yeah. When Sarah Haynes and uh, Jill Biden wore that dress already on yeah. TV. That's yeah. not true. Oh, Barbara. Oh, oh wow. Savage. Wow, savage, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so here, uh, Barbara went on uh, social media right afterwards and had said this. I just came back from The View and saw my old friend Whoopi. As you well know, she has a phenomenal sense of humor and I've known Whoopi for years. I made a joke at Whoopi's expense, which I now realize wasn't funny. For anyone who I may have offended unintentionally, I just want to say I really am very sorry. 
Aww. It's hard too when you're friends with somebody. And, I know, and you start goofing because you 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 probably do that in private, right? Like and the that's whole, the thing. The regular world, we don't know. Yeah, but that's your I, relationship I know, behind closed doors, I, I right? I know, I know, I know. But uh, but yeah, give, when you're done with them, give them back to me. I'll make two pair. Oh, Jeez, <laughs> that's a lot. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Netflix has suspended three employees for crashing a meeting of its top executives, including an out trans person who criticized the uh, new Chappelle special. Uh, So Tara Field, who is a senior software engineer at Netflix based in San Francisco, was among those suspended late last week for attending the QBR, which is the I don't know what they call that something, something quarterly, something, something quarterly business review. Maybe is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Netflix did not suspend uh, Field over her recent uh, their recent tweets. Um, there was a Tara Field did a huge tweet thread about the um, Chappelle uh, special, and um, Netflix made it clear that uh, Tara Field was not suspended for the thread, but suspended for attending a meeting uninvited. Uh, Netflix goes on to say that it is absolutely untrue that we have suspended any employees for tweeting about this show. Our employees are encouraged to disagree openly and we support their right to do so. They went on to say, as with our uh, other talent, we work hard to support their creative freedom, even though this means there will always be content on Netflix. Some people believe is harmful. They go on to say. Do you think that they were like in the meeting and then spoke up or the meeting was happening and then they just like walked in on the meeting? Uh, no, I think it was virtual. Oh, okay. Right? I think it was probably on a Zoom sort of thing, and they got the, the link, link, and they just clicked. And I don't know I don't know what the, mm. the three people said in that meeting. Um, but, I just uh, picture it like in the movies. Like, like storming all these, in? Yeah, like all yeah. these nerdy suits. No, that's Sitting not in a boardroom, no. and then like the three employees just open the door, and they're like, No. Wait right there! No. Just one minute. We have something to say. No, I th- I don't even know if they did say anything. I think that maybe they were sitting there, uh, just observing mm. um, while uninvited. But uh, so Netflix is uh, standing by the Dave Chappelle show, which is uh, being accused by a number of groups as being transphobic. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, George Clooney. So the the story has always been: Would Clooney ever run for office? And he's oh, flirted with the idea. And he's been in interviews where he hasn't said yes, but hasn't said no. And the door has always kind of been open for Clooney. And especially now because McConaughey seems to be um, taking a real interest in running for governor of... And being uh, a little bit more vocal about it. Yeah, of of Texas. Although I think McConaughey recently just called politics a bag of rats. Isn't that what he said? Yeah, yeah, so so he may may be changing his mind. So not going to do that anymore. Uh, But this is uh, George Clooney in a new interview with uh, BBC's Andrew do you ever see yourself like some other actors going into politics? No, no, oh, wow. um, <laughs> no, because I actually would like to have uh, a nice life. Um, oh, damn. I turned 60 this year, you know, and I had a conversation with my wife and I said, you know, we're working a lot as we both do. And I said, we have to think of these as the halcyon years. You know, if we have our health, which you we do knock on wood for a minute um, and I'm 60 and I can you know, still play basketball and still do the things I love. Um, but in 20 years, I'll be 80, and that's a real number. doesn't matter how much you work out. doesn't matter how, you know, what you eat. You're 80. And so I said, we have to make sure we enjoy and live these years in the best possible way. Wow. So there you go. I agree with him, though. Yeah. Right? 
Why get into that? Very well put. He can, and McConaughey brought this up too, which is where can you be the biggest sort of change maker? Where can you make the most difference? Being Matthew McConaughey, the famous actor who doesn't have to sort of align himself with uh, state state council and Mm. political this and that and fundraising and audits and all this stuff. Or, you know, uh, you know, as the the, the famous guy who can mobilize a whole lot of, you know, other famous people and a lot of money, you know, at, at a whim. And then you can, you know, bugger off back to Italy and go and hang out in the villa, right? What are you going to do? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, are you interested in uh, that 90s show? That 90s show? That 90s show. I know you're a fan of that 70s show. Huge fan Huge of that show. Huge fan. Yeah, so, love that show. Okay, so Netflix is putting together that 90s show. No. You're not interested? No. Do you guys remember when they tried doing... So wait, doing, wait, wait, what? though, wait. But this is... But Red and Kitty are still in it. Okay, tell me more. Okay, so what this show is about is this show is based around Eric and Donna's daughter who goes back to Wisconsin for a summer, I guess, and stays with Air, um, with Red and Kitty. Uh, for okay. Me. Yes, I'm interested. So this is it's the in third the time because they did that 80 show in 2002. But it wasn't good, though. And there was no real tie-in to that 70s show, was no. there? No, no, yeah. So this is going to be, so this is um, Eric and Donna's daughter, Right. Okay. Yes, I'm interested. So we bypassed the '80s, right? Yes. So we, so she was, you know, young, 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 and now we get to the '90s where she's like teenager, as the age they were in that '70s show. Yes. Going back to Wisconsin to hang out with Red and Kitty uh, for, I guess, the summer. Absolutely interested. You're okay Sign because because that character Red, yes, was classic. Yeah. Always angry. He was everyone's dad. Always yeah. like everyone. hilarious. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. So you are. I'm, I'm definitely interested. Okay. Okay. Yes. Good. Yeah. Because I at first I read this headline and I blew right past it because I'm like no, and then I was like oh wait a second, Kurtwood Smith and Deborah Joe Rupp are going to be in yes. this. Yes. Exactly. Absolutely interested. Yeah. But yeah, I was going to bring up what Maury said about the the 80s show. Oh, but it was when bad, they tried. Though. It was like at the height of popularity of that set or actually not even the height it was as the the that 70s show was on yes. a, a little bit of a decline they introduced that 80s show right and i think it only aired like maybe two or three episodes before it was canceled and, and i'll tell you if you are going to do that 80s show quote unquote that 80s show um what's that show that you that that you love What's that? Goldbergs. Yeah, the Goldbergs. Like, uh-huh. if you're interested in watching something that really could be called that 80s show, watch the Goldbergs. Yeah. Because it's it's brilliant, and it's got a ton of heart, and it's really, really wonderful. But that's really that 80s show. But, yeah, so that 90s show is coming to Netflix with uh, Red and Kitty Foreman. All right. I'm here for it. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. So Justin Bieber falls for a Tom Cruise deep fake and then also reignites his desire to fist fight tom cruise remember when he did that remember when he tweeted something yeah a while ago figure out if it was fake nobody knew like if he was being for serious yeah but uh so i think tom cruise would kick his ass so they created this tom cruise deep fake uh i guess on tiktok and um there's a Tom Cruise impersonator named Miles Fisher who does the sort of voice mm-hmm. of Tom Cruise. And then what they did is they deep faked it. And deep faking, just for if anybody's unfamiliar, 
is when they take all sorts of footage and pictures and everything you can get your hands on of a celebrity's face. And then they put it in like an AI machine, like a blender. And then what comes out is a perfect replica of that person. And that's why you can like they take movie clips and they'll put other actors faces on those actors from famous movies. And you can't tell the difference sometimes. Like they're really, really incredible. Facial expressions are bang on. Yeah. And if they get somebody who can do the voice, it's also incredible. It's actually kind of scary. And yeah, it's terrifying. And then so they did one of Tom Cruise where Tom Cruise is just like playing the guitar where they turned Tom Cruise into a great guitar player. And when you look at this, it looks like Tom Cruise. Like there is no, I mean, it looks like a little bit of an older or sort of younger version of Tom Cruise, Mm. but it's still Tom Cruise. So here, I'll play a little bit of the clip. This is um, uh, Miles Fisher doing the voice, but the face is very much Tom Cruise. You know, I do all my own stunts, obviously. Uh, (laughs) I also do my own music. (laughs) I've got a sweet spot for a couple of artists and uh, people are surprised that I'm a big Dave Matthews guy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Real, like, laugh and everything. Yeah. The snickering laugh. Yeah, like wait. You got your ball. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so Justin Bieber sees these and then he uh, reposts them with uh, with comments and says, uh, Tom Cruise, I'm impressed with your guitar skills, but you could still catch these hands, my boy. Wow. So I guess he still wants to fight him. Uh, And then he wrote all problem with Tom Cruise. And then he wrote all jokes aside, Tom Cruise, you're shredding on that guitar. So Bieber fell for the deep fake. But quickly, here is uh, Chris Hume who is the creator of this deep fake and listen to him explain how this happens. And if this isn't a little terrifying, I don't know what is. We believe as long as we're making clear, this is a parody. We're not doing anything to harm his image. But after a few videos, we realized like this is blowing up. We're getting millions and millions and millions of views. How do you make this so seamless? But it begins with training a deep fake model, of course. I have all the face angles of Tom Cruise, all the expressions, all the emotions. It takes time to create a really good defect model. What do you mean training the model? How do you, how do you train oh. your computer? Training means it's going to analyze all the images of Tom Cruise, all his expressions compared to my impersonator. So the computer is going to teach itself. When my impersonator is smiling, I'm going to recreate Tom Cruise smiling. And that's, that's how you train it. The computer is going to teach itself. Yo, y'all are giving computers a little bit too much power. The computer is going to teach itself. You know what else the computer is going to teach itself to do? Kill us. All of us. Every single one of us. And when they do come, they're going to look just like Tom Cruise. And that's going to break my heart a little bit because I really like him. <laughs> Playing the guitar. <laughs> Playing Dave Matthews, man. That's how you're going to die. Yeah, we're gonna, it's an army of Tom Cruises and Dave Matthews. Yeah. Right? <laughs> See it, yeah, that's our future. Right? I don't know what the invasion was going to look like, but I knew it wasn't going to look like that. Can Tom Cruise do anything about it? I wonder. No, it's parody, and there's parody mm. laws in the U.S. And is that scary, else. man? I mean, if it was like a sex tape or something like that, sure. then absolutely they could, but Tom Cruise... But the guy's having fun. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you can do. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, <laughs> Lego has pledged to make its toys more gender neutral and eliminate stereotypes. Um... They're going to, some of the changes, they haven't included a lot of the changes, but some of the changes are they're going to remove labeling, such as for boys or for girls, uh, in a bid to match the wishes of its young customers. And it's funny because this was a parody, like, 
I don't even know, a year ago, one of those parody, The Onion or The Babylon, whatever it was, um, they made a parody headline saying that Lego was going genderless. And what they showed in the picture was just a, a block because they took off the bumps and the holes. Right? Oh. So they actually made like the actual blocks <laughs> genderless. It's so it's just, it's just a flat block at that point. I didn't uh, think Lego was, had gender specific. So, well, I guess maybe so they, they did do. what they did is they did a massive survey and it was actually Gina Davis's um, organization that did the survey for Lego and they talked to 7,000 people and at the end of it they said this Lego said uh, despite the progress made in girls uh, brushing off prejudice at an early age gender attitudes surrounding play and creative careers remain unequal and restrictive they go on to say girls today feel increasingly confident to engage in all types of play and creative activities but remain held back by society's integrated gender stereotypes as they grow older our job now is to encourage boys and girls who want to play with sets that may have traditionally been seen as quote not for them Mm. Uh, because if you look at lego they're very much when you even look at the packaging like it may not say for boys for girls but there's lego is very deep into the blue pink world yeah now that i think about it when you go into that store or even if you're you're looking for uh for stuff you could get like Let's say like the Jurassic Park well, that's full the, of dinosaurs. And yeah. then, you know, another one may be like a princess castle yeah. that you can build. Right? And, and that's part of it is that is that Lego does these deals, right? Like they do. Mm. They have a huge deal with Barbie. And I know even Barbie's going through all these changes. Yeah. But it's still aesthetically like it's it's it looks like boy Lego and girl Lego. So yeah. that's what they're that's what they're gonna try and change. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So Tom Bergeron was talking to um uh, what's that guy's name? Not Tom Selleck. What? Bob George Clooney. Yeah, Tom yeah, Tom Selleck? No. Bob Saget, Bob Saget thank you. <laughs> I think it was one of those two guys. <laughs> On his podcast about uh, why he was originally uh why he was let go from Dancing with the Stars. In all candor, um it wasn't the, the show that I left was not the show that I loved. There you so go. So at the end wow. of the season that I that turned out to be my last season, I kind of knew so I took everything out of my dressing room that I, I really wanted. And uh, <laughs> did you think people were going to go in and do the I, old? I just uh... felt like the, you know, it was kind of obvious that we were kind of butting heads. Uh, and it wasn't, it wasn't a pleasant, I, it was great to have Aaron at my side because she, uh, she and I just kind of locked arms and, and, and did the show. And I, I would challenge anybody to look at videos of, of that season and see anything different. I wasn't surprised that that was my last season. So there was no blue period. Actually, I think Aaron and I had more fun being fired than virtually anybody. <laughs> when I when I found out who they replaced me with and that that person had the same initials as me, my tweet was, well, I guess I'm not getting back my monogram towels. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tom Bergeron. I do miss him, though. I really do. And now it's time for Ask Roz and Mocha. Hello, hello. It's the Roz and Mocha Show. Welcome to it. Actually, Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Time to answer some questions. Um, how do you, I don't want to mess up your name. I could say what I think it is, but I'd rather you tell us so that I don't say it wrong. Oh, no, let me try and guess. Hold okay. on, this is a fun game. I like screwing okay. up people's wait, wait, names. Wait, wait, Are you there, by the way? Hi, I'm here. Okay, okay, don't say anything. Don't say anything. Um, you say how you think, Roz. Maury, you say how you think. I'll tell you how I was going to pronounce it. Uh, is, uh, so it's J-E-N-I-C-A and then L-E-E, Lee. 
Yes. It's either, is it, I would like, normally you would say Jenica uh-huh. because that's just the way that letters work together. Okay. Uh, but you could also say Janika, I guess, if your parents decided that that's what they want. Or Je- uh, you wouldn't say. get one guess. You wouldn't say Genesa. I'm going through all the options here. Yeah, and then you I'm might gonna, be stealing one of and our then, options. And then I'm going to come to my decision. Um, uh, Janika, Jenica, uh, Janika. Um, uh, yeah, I'm going to go Jenica Lee. Okay. Dan Mori? Uh, my immediate thought was Yannicka Lee. Oh, Yannicka. Oh, yeah, that's, my answer is Yannicka. But see, the Lee threw me off because that's very, like, Anglo, right? Mm. Like, that's very... Maybe she married somebody. So, but wait, is, is Lee your last name or is Lee your middle name? No, Lee's my last name. Oh, Lee's your last name. Is it name. a married name? Oh, interesting. interesting. It is not. It okay. is not. Uh, what do you think, Mocha? I, I'm saying Yenica. Yenica. I think uh, it's Yenica Lee. How do you pronounce your name? It's Jenica. Jenica. Oh, oh jeez. Why'd yeah. we do this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I could be right. Oh, oh of course. <laughs> All right. Jenica, go ahead. Well, my question is more for Mocha. I just started the Calm app, and I was wondering what you would recommend listening to, because sometimes oh. I'll finish the meditation, and then yeah. I'll still be awake. Oh, okay. So the Calm yeah. app, uh, very popular. You've been on that for a while now. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you like still use year? it though? I do. I stopped for a little bit, and I'm yeah. getting back do you have into to pay it. For it, uh, you do. But here's the thing: like my wife and I were using the app like so much yeah. that there was this one time they had a one-time offer. <laughs> you pay one fee, and you get a lifetime membership. Wow. Oh, and I think it was like four hundred bucks or something. Yeah, but we both use it like pretty much every you single spend day. Four hundred dollars. Yeah, so I got the, the lifetime. It, but how membership. much is it normally? Can you give me like a sort of like you a know comparison? What? I, I to, don't even know. Is I it a? But is it a? Monthly? Oh, Jenica, you can tell us. How much is it, Jenica? I don't know. I I oh. got it through my school district. Oh, oh wow, okay. cool. Everybody, this is one of those things where everybody's like, "Oh my god, it's so expensive," uh, but then everybody gets them, right? Oh, let me look it up. Uh, calm for free. App. It's like when I used to go to bars, and I swear to God, I was the only one that paid that damn cover charge. But you look—you paid you know cover I mean? charge? Nah, you know Wouldn't what I mean? Like years ago? No, I mean before. Before. No, I mean because of your looks. Oh, oh my God! This is how much yeah, we pay? Oh, jeez. How much is it? Okay, so uh, so seventy six ninety nine. Wow. Uh, a year. A year. Okay. okay, that's not bad though. But this. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. If I should say this. Yeah, say it. Yeah. The lifetime membership. Yeah. 500 bucks. 500 bucks. Uh-huh. <sighs> Is 400 what you told Jenna what it cost? She's the one that hit subscribe to buy oh, now. Oh, I just yeah, thought you... Yeah. And I, is, it, is, it, is it good for two phones? Oh, yeah. It is. Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. Okay, okay. Because um, I know it's like... For, I'm, for, to, to have Idris Elba put me to sleep every single yeah, night with that voice? Yeah, 500 bucks? Yeah, worth it. Worth it. Because I know with Masterclass... <laughs> do you ever see you ever see those? They pop up on yeah. social all the time. So Master Masterclass is... I think that the way that they do their um, billing is that like a, a year or whatever it is, subscription, I don't even know how it works, is like I think like 250 bucks or something wow. like that, right? But that only gives you two computers you're allowed to use it on. And oh. so, yeah, because it's, it's because it's one of those things that people share, right? So yeah, it's like, yeah. hey, give me your masterclass password, give me your ma- and then you'll go watch it at home on your thing. So I th- and then I think that the tier above that is five computers, and I think it's like an extra hundred bucks or something mm. like that for the year. So it's a lot of money. Those things, yeah, the, yeah. Those, those subscription ninety nine on Paramount Plus. I have to cancel that today. Oh wow! Or before I forget, because I want to um, watch Madonna. So, so, so Jenica, you want to know? Yeah, what do you uh, use? So I, I don't know how it is. For for you when you fall asleep but 
for me, I can only get through. It's very rare that I get through the entire meditation, but I only do the daily calm, which are 10-minute meditations. Oh. So they play the soft music. They have sound effects in the background, like whether it's rain. Really? Or, yeah. yeah, like soothing, yeah. kind of calming sounds. And uh, a very uh, soft and like delicate voice talks you through like the, the right. relaxation um, process of getting you ready for for bed or getting you ready for whatever it is, that thing that, that, that you're doing. And maybe give you a little bit of motivation. Yeah. But usually it takes me less than 10 minutes minutes i'll fall asleep within the first two minutes but they have uh, you know longer stories like harry styles has one matthew mcconaughey has one uh, now, when you say have, you tried, has one. have you tried those ones yo okay let me tell you straight up i tried the matthew mcconaughey one yeah it's called wonder yeah the mcconaughey <laughs> sleep story and the calm app is 29 minutes in the first two and a half minutes, he gives an intro to the story. And I've tried, I think, like three times to listen to McConaughey. <laughs> yeah. And within the, the two and a half minute intro, I'm out. Oh, I'm done. You didn't get to the story. Didn't even get to the story. Now, are they, what, so, what kind of stories are they? Like, are they famous stories? Are they stories that these guys wrote themselves? So, are no, they written I, for them? I believe or? some of them are written for them. I believe some of them, because I haven't been able to listen any, yeah. I believe some of them are actual stories that they then go and read. Um, what's that guy from? Uh, Bridgerton. Uh, oh, uh, Reggae Jean Page. That him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's got one on here that's 32 minutes called uh, The Prince and the Naturalist. Oh. And then they also have like music and Is other... it like Netflix where halfway through it just pops up saying, are you still are you still there? No. No. It not at all. No. It'll just keep going. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Interesting. yeah. Interesting. So it depends on what it is you're looking for. If you're looking for something to help put you to sleep, if you are somebody who has trouble sleeping and it takes you a little bit, uh, a little bit longer... Um, I would say like for me, like I said, 10 minutes, the 10 minute daily meditations are the ones that I can kind of get through. But then if you're looking for something a little bit longer, I'd say try some of the, uh, the, the sleep stories. I was worried the sleep stories would make me more awake cause I'll be interested in the story. Well, they're not sexy. Yeah, it's not Idris Elba like right? it's talking about like, like removing articles of clothing. Yeah, that he's wearing. like they're not they're not getting they're not getting you undressed and stuff like that. It's uh, but they also have. Um, but maybe but maybe you're right. Maybe they're not boring enough. Yeah. You know, like maybe. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Have you tried, uh, Jenica? Have you tried any of the kind of remixed, calmer versions of some of the popular music that they have on there? I haven't yet. Okay, try those. Like Wonder by Shawn Mendes is on there. Uh, there's a Katy Perry song on there. There's Ariana Grande Breathe In is on there. I know they have uh, Circles by Post Malone, which, uh, you know, traditionally you hear those songs, they have uh, they have beats in them, right? But these are kind of like more laid back, stripped down versions of these artists, like it's the actual song, but the arrangement of the music has been changed up a little bit to be a little bit more soothing, a little bit more calm. Mm. All right, I'll try those. All right. I found something that's helped me sleep for the last three days. Liquors. There's dripping in the wall, and I find it so relaxing. It's just drip, drip, drip in the air, con- like the HVAC system or whatever in our bedroom. And I find it so relaxing. Most people would be getting a hammer and finding yeah. where that thing comes from. <laughs> no, the dripping's been putting yeah. me to sleep. Wow. Let me see. You look- does it sound like this? You just need that music with the water playing in the background. Like, does this kind of stuff, like waves rolling in with that soft kind of tone in the background? Mm. Jenica, does that sound like something that you'd be into? I've tried. 
tried the, just the, this music and it didn't work. So I tried more the sleep meditation and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Oh, okay. Mm. Like this one right yeah. here. This one's an hour long. So you put this and on. it's just that. And huh? it's just this. Yeah. yeah I'm down with that. I don't like Guaranteed that. you'll fall asleep. Yeah, what I don't happens hate, when I don't it ends? that stuff. It just fades out. Anyway. Oh, my God. This is so relaxing. <laughs> Uh, whatever you do, don't listen to... I, I made a rookie mistake, and I tried to listen to um, the LeBron James. He's got, like, a, like a motiv- motivational kind of series of four episodes. And, uh, and and I tried to listen to it on my way home from work one day. Oh, man. That's not a good idea. <laughs> no, not at all. That's no, not but a I good thought idea. it was like... Because it's like motivational speak, right? Yeah. How to empower your mind and stuff like that. Championship mentality. But he's just, like, talking in such a calm manner. I'm, like, yeah. ready to sleep. But anyway, that's... Uh, those are kind of, like, my picks, uh, the way I navigate the app, Janica. All right. Thank you. All right. No worries. Thank you for listening. Appreciate you. Bye. Bye-bye. Oh, wait, wait. Between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Roz. Oh, wow. Thank you. <laughs> is it is it because I calm you down or no? Uh, no, it's got oh. me hooked on the show when I started listening in Vancouver oh, a few sick. years ago. Oh, nice! Shout out to Van City. Thank you. Right Bye, on. Girl. Thanks for care. calling in. Bye. Really appreciate it. Bye-bye. Bye, bye. Allison says here, what are some traits that you are finding you do now that your parents used to do when you were a kid? I I okay. Well, I things can be too loud for me. Uh-huh. where I went the majority of my life, it was never loud enough, no matter what it was. It mm-hmm. was never loud enough. I loved noise, right? I loved noise. I loved music. Everything had to be loud. Now I don't like loud things. Really? And I, but I don't know when it happened. Wow. Right? I don't like loud anything, right? The occasional movie, if I'm like super into it and stuff like that. But if I'm ever reaching for the remote to do something, it's to yeah. turn it, it's to turn it down. <laughs> right? Really? Yeah. 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 I also, I also used to love, uh, I loved when I was younger, um, sitting in a room, watching a movie with all the lights off. Yeah. Now, great. I cannot. Why? Because your a, eyes are so bad. No, I need a lamp. I need like the room to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bright? Yeah, bright. Not <laughs> no. bright, not bright, but just like atmospheric. Like I can't sit well in lit. the dark anymore, right? And my kid is now at the age where she wants to watch movies in like pitch yeah, black. It's the best. Like it's a movie theater. And I'm like, hell no. You put that Christmas tree back on <laughs> or you put that lamp back on or you do whatever. I can't sit in the dark anymore. It's I have the lights on all the time. Do all you? the time. Even not even. Even when I'm not watching TV, I just love darkness. I don't like things to be bright. Oh, yeah. No, no. I like things to be moody. I like using light to, like, create sort of, like, a, a mood kind of thing. Yeah. Right? I can't. But if, like, if if it's all dark, I won't sit down and watch Does anything. Does Catherine know if the lights are a certain way, it's time to... What? Like, is there sexy mood lighting that you do? What, we're sitting down on the couch watching, uh, like, Netflix with our kid? <laughs> I didn't mean with the kid. Like, like, hey, Rox, hey, give us a couple minutes. Like, like, daddy, daddy needs two at the most. No, it's, yeah, the, yeah, no, she does because we we go to bed and just, we turn the lights off. So I guess that's the only light cue, right? Like, yeah. I don't, I don't know, like when we're in the room. Now, when you have a kid, you don't do that stuff on the couch anymore really you just, no mm. you don't even when the kid's not there you don't because it's just not, it's just not right yeah, <laughs> right like yeah yeah you don't do that stuff on the couch anymore um yeah it's just it's not it's just not cool uh damn mori cool. some traits that you're finding you do now that uh your parents or i guess your dad frank used to do when you were a kid i i really found out this weekend when i was there for thanksgiving mm-hmm. uh we were sitting outside in the backyard and he was telling a story and i was trying to tell part of the story whatever and we both do the exact same thing if somebody starts interrupting talking, each other constantly 
No, no, no. Oh, well, okay. that I found out long ago. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Um, I found that if somebody starts sort of asking a question or talking while you're telling a story and you go, hello, I'm telling the story. <laughs> so interrupting each other, yeah, right? Big time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, more is notorious for using oh, the whole he does this and I do this just... like... Hello? Yeah. Hello? <laughs> you remember Moko is at a party for my birthday and all the Shermans do that. Hello? Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, that's I was your in thing? a room full of hellos. Really? <laughs> yeah. Hello? Yeah. Hello? Like if you don't answer and I tell you something? Yeah. Like no, but it's not. It's not if you don't answer. It's if you don't answer immediately. Right. They need immediate acknowledgement. Yeah. Like, hey, what'd you, do, uh, what'd you do over the weekend? Hello? What'd you do over the weekend? <laughs> yeah, that. I'm like, dog, like I'm wow. listening here. Wow. Like, what do you Listening. Wow. Okay, that's aggressive. Um, Very aggressive. For me, I would say <laughs> hello. <and> I can, <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling a story here. Hello, can you hear me? Um, it's the the putting my hands behind my back when like walking around, yeah. or like staring out the window. Yeah. Um, my dad back in the day used to. It would take him a long while to get certain tasks around the house done. Mm-hmm. Um, and I find that I'm turning into into that as well where i will you know the the what's the phrase it's uh measure twice cut once yes with my dad it's like measure 50 times before you finally do whatever that thing is that you're doing and now i find that i'm the exact same way i'll like go to put something up on the wall and Mm -hmm. i will measure i'll make sure i'll write it down i'll measure again measure again then i'll take whatever that thing is that i'm putting up on the wall i'll hold it up measure again, line it up. Like, it t- takes me forever. You got the good traits from your old man. To do, Mo- to do things like that. the annoying ones. <laughs> Hello? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you should be thankful for those. Uh, Michael says here, I'm interested to know what goes on outside of the actual show. Do you all go home and come up with topics for the show the next day, or is it all just off-the-cuff stuff? What exact and then uh, a follow up is what exactly is the role of Dammit Mori and Shem as producers of the show? Mm. Well, when Roz leaves here, he goes to do job number two, mm-hmm. which is work for ET Canada. Mm-hmm. And so your day doesn't wrap until like six, seven o'clock at night sometimes, right? Right. Yeah. So I'll You like, got a full, full, full day. Yeah, so I'll run out of here at uh in this morning and then go up and then I do the live show, which is on Facebook and YouTube and somewhere else, I think. Uh, that's half hour. And then I spend the rest of the day just taping the network show that's going to yeah. run on TV that night. So I go and do two shows, sometimes three, depending on what kind of specials they have going on. Uh, but yeah, so I'll go and do that all all day. But I think that as far as the way that we put the show together, I think it's just everybody is just expected to um, come in fully prepared you know, to do whatever. And yeah, we don't sit around yeah. uh, at night like on a, on a phone call or like a, a meeting or say, okay, here are the things we're going to talk about tomorrow. Yeah. Or, you know, uh, in, in hour number one, we're going to do this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. Hour number two, we're going to do this, this, and this. Like the show does not operate that way no, at all. No, it's, it's like having, it's like, having uh, like a bunch of stuff in a, like in a bucket or a barrel, right? Mm-hmm. And somebody's going to reach in there and pull something out and you're going to look at it and it's going to tell you what we're going to do at that moment um but the thing is everybody knows enough about all the things in that bucket to be able to take part to be like able to have a conversation a coffee, a coffee shop sitting around the hello coffee table. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember how upset maury got like 10 minutes ago when i said that he interrupted people do you remember how upset he got i don't call that interrupting right? 
Yeah. Yeah. Maury's the notorious for interrupting yeah. all yeah. the yeah. time. Yeah. 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 So, uh, or when you're telling a story and then Maury will jump in and like finish that story no, no. because he knows the information as well. No. What Maury does is I will go, oh my God. So yesterday I'm in the car and I'm a red light and Maury goes, ah! and I know as soon as he does that, I'm like, here we go. And I go, so I'm at a red light yesterday and Maury goes, oh, me too. And do you know what happened? I'm like, I'm like, I don't care, right? Yeah. I'm telling I'm telling a story right now. And then I go I go, "Hang on." And I go, "So I'm at this red light." And anyway, this car comes whipping around the corner, right? No turn signals, no nothing with like a super old person driving and he goes, "Oh, you know my Nana still drives." <laughs> I know. And then I'll go, "It wasn't your Nana." And he goes, yeah, but you know what else my Nana can do? And then he'll just go on and tell his giant story about what his Nana could do. She can and make it, a pie in five minutes. It, it, it takes you 25 minutes to tell like the simplest story when you're telling it to Maury because yeah. every single thing that comes out of your mouth, Maury's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, but hypothetically, I've been getting better at that. Oh, I no, don't think you so. Not. You interrupt so much, dude, that sometimes yeah. in this room, people can't even finish telling a story yeah. because some, you go on a, somebody, on a rant. Somebody will start saying something, and it's so difficult for Maury to not jump in that sometimes, like if, if you're saying, so again, you know, yesterday I'm, I'm at a red light, Maury will look in front of you and go up, up, up. I've never done that. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Like he's like he's waiting to jump in, and I know he's not listening at that point to me, right? So it doesn't matter what you're saying. So I'll just go, okay, Maury, go ahead, and then I'll just let him have his his say, and then I'll just continue on with my story. All right, Maury, continue. Hello, continue. I have no idea. So besides that, what would you answer the question? What do you do for the show? No, no, I was just saying that it's like we're all sitting around a coffee shop table. Right? Like, you know, just... A coffee shop table. Shooting the ass. Right, right. Okay, this is the other thing that Maury does. This is the other thing that Maury does, right? So I'll go like this. I'll go, I'll go, you know what this show is like? This show is like the perfect pizza where every slice is everybody's favorite thing on a pizza. But it just so happens that we all like all the... And Maury will go, oh, 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 you know what it's like? It's like a pie. <laughs> where every... <laughs> And I'm like, <laughs> well, I'm like, we just gave I'm the like, analogy. Yeah, I'm like, I just said that. <laughs> That's what you do. Okay. Right? So, so the other part of uh, of Michael's question is, what exactly is the role of Dammit Mori and Shem as producers of the show? Dammit I never Maury, answer this ahead. question. I let Roz answer. Uh, I'm not answering for you. Okay, Shem, go ahead. <laughs> okay. I'm the executive producer of the show. Uh, yeah. The show runs nationally across Hello. the country. Yes. Hello. <laughs> and uh, I'm responsible for putting the show together uh, nationally. Right. Yeah, because it's my yeah. Wherever you listen to the show from, there's a, there's like there's a much larger sort of you know version of this show that exists in all sorts of different places. Um, Marla says here, if you were to star as the main role in any movie that was already made, what movie would it be? Marty McFly. Oh, good one. I was going to say the same thing. Marty McFly. Yeah, hands that's a down. really good one. Really? Huh? Yeah. Or one of the Ghostbusters. Really? Huh? You wouldn't want to say like you'd star uh, as like the female lead in a movie where they got to make out with Zac Efron? I almost said or Jack in Titanic. Wow. No sex, Elmore? You didn't want to do a love scene with anybody? Yeah, but then I'd have to be like, I'd have to be the girl, right? Sure. No, if I wanted to be with Zac Efron, I'd have to be the girl. But you're playing that role. You're still a man. You'd just be playing that role. Oh, I'd have to. And you'd still make out with Zac Efron. Oh, I thought I'd have to get into into the woman's skin. 
Huh? Dude, we're scared. No, like, man. I would have to be the woman, right? Otherwise, it's changing the whole movie. Yeah, but it's your fantasy, man. If you were to... Oh, I was taking this seriously. Okay. <laughs> you were taking it seriously by saying Marty McFly. Uh, right? <laughs> Sorry, I thought I was taking yeah. it seriously. The hypothetical of what yeah, character would you to, love to uh, play in a notebook. movie that's already been made? Oh, uh, The Notebook. <laughs> so I can be in the rain. Oh, right. Yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, was, mocha. Oh, man. With Ryan Gosling. I was going to say Back to the Future, maybe Scarface. I love that movie. Who would you play in Scarface? <laughs> Scarface. Oh, okay, cool. Al Pacino. Okay. Oh, why not um, like Central Intelligence and I can be The Rock's character? Mm, I don't think you would want to do that. I think you'd want to be... Or no, or Kevin Hart. I can be yes, Kevin Hart. so you could do it with The yeah, Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Wait, what? 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 <laughs> do it with The Rock? Yeah, the movie. Oh, okay, yeah. I thought you were like tricking yeah. me. Oh, no, you could you. Be, no, you could be Golden Jet. Yeah. And, then, and then he could be... Uh, yeah, he could yeah, be that's rock. what I mean. Yeah, the God, I love that movie. That's one of my favorite movies, man. It's one of my favorite comedies that's come out in like the last or 10 even, years. Or even... Oh my God, um, why wouldn't you want to be oh, Forrest? Hello? <laughs> <laughs> why wouldn't you want to be Forrest? Hello? <laughs> Forrest Gump? <laughs> Who wants no. to be Forrest Gump? Bro, like, you know how many times Jen A broke his heart I in that know. movie? Also, no, thanks. But you think Mogul wants to be like, you, we were just talking about like starring in a movie with The Rock and you're like, why don't you be the skinny white guy in short pants? Where his legs don't work properly. Okay. Um, what about you? For me, I don't know. Uh, it's, an interesting, it's an interesting question. Like, I just think that there was movies that would have been a ton of fun to make, even though... I'm like not a huge fan of that movie per se, right? Right. Um, but I think that if I was going to do a movie, I wouldn't want to do one like on green screen. Like I think in my head, I'm like playing Neo in the original Matrix would be a hell of a lot of fun to make. Yeah. That movie looks like it would be a lot of fun to make. I'd probably have a really good time doing that, getting play with like shoot guns and do all those wire tricks and everything else. To me, that looks like a lot of fun, but I don't want to be sitting there doing it all on green screen and stuff, right? Mm. So I would I was thinking more of like practical, what could you what oh, could see, you I thought you were gonna say Julie and Julia so you could have sex with Meryl Streep. Julian, why would I say that? What have I ever said anything about Meryl oh, Streep? I, I was trying to think of who you'd want to do. Also, also, who has sex with Meryl Streep and Julian <laughs> Julia? Stanley Tucci. Do they though? Yeah, they're in I the bath together. Yeah. Wow. Your ideas. Your ideas. Wouldn't you want to take a what, what about starring in a movie where you could take a bath with Meryl Streep? <laughs> <laughs> I, I know you well enough to know that, that you've always wanted to do that. Right? Like who says that? Yeah, and also when they were filming that movie, you know she wasn't like really naked, right? Right. Yeah, well, even, it's a fantasy. Even still, she's dressed up like Julia Child. Yeah. Like, like, as, like, like when you take Meryl Streep on her best day, right? Uh -huh. Meryl Streep on her best day, sure, absolutely, beautiful woman. But when you take Meryl Streep and you dress her up like Julia Child, <laughs> like that's not like she may be on the list, but she's not high on the list. Yeah, that's weird. Of man. like fantasies that you would that you would have. Guy. It's right, so and no, and no disrespect to Meryl Streep or um, Julia or Julia Child, but that voice, though, right? <laughs> Hello. Uh, all right. Well, uh, this has been the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Feel free to leave your comments uh, when we post on Instagram at Kiss925. By the way, every week we'll post uh, a picture that reads "Ask Roz and Mocha." This has been the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.